Welcome everybody to episode 122 of the China Show, also known as ADV Podcasts. Back in the day, boy, do we have a video for you today? Yeah, it's uh, it's an important one. Very important, actually, one might say. But not only that, we've got a new mini segment we'll be showing you later, which I think everybody's going to enjoy, and we'll give you some seriously good insight into China. Especially today's main segment. Yeah, yeah for sure. especially the main segment. So what do you say we saunter right into it? Saunter. Let's do it. We're going to go into what's new, where we talk about what's new in China. Um, and what is new in China at the moment is this. <laughs> Here we are with this. With a rapporteur. For those of you that are uh, listening and not reading, the UN um, more or less came out to say that there is forced labor in Xinjiang. Uh, for, you, for you guys that don't know, Xinjiang is a western region of China. It's home to the Muslim minority of the Uyghurs. China's throwing millions of them into concentration camps, forced labor, getting rid of their language, forced sterilization, mm -hmm. all that stuff you've heard about. Um, and China always hits back and says, no, that's not true. Sure. We love the Uyghurs. We take good or care of them. Or they just say that it's like anti-extremist uh, anti stuff that they're doing. behavior. Like we, we're, yeah. all we're doing is, is stopping extremism. It's weeding out extremism. Yeah. It's our war on terror, et cetera, et cetera. But you guys did it before. So we're, this is our version of it, yeah. right? The thing is um, they really do not just go after like extreme people. They no. go after people that they catch like speaking their own language or listening to a podcast about their own religion or that wear certain children. clothes. Yeah. Uh, we have discovered the Xinjiang police file leaks, which was a yeah. leak from a one police station database yeah. where uh, over 2,000 mugshots and crimes were documented. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would say the vast majority of them weren't even related to terrorism. Yeah. Um, things like you said, having a beard. Yes. Uh, or, oh, you you prayed with you your, prayed with uncle, your so uncle, so now... Yeah, yeah, and you're a kid. You're yeah. in the room and your uncle is praying, so now you go to a concentration That kind of nonsense. Camp. Anyway. Yeah. There was allegations of forced labor, mm -hmm. um, and the UN. You know, let's be honest. The UN has favored China for a long time, just because China toothless. has such a large voice within the UN. Yeah, it has crept itself within the organization. It's now embedded itself like a tick. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and you cannot remove it without destroying the host. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much. However, and anyway, they're saying things. The UN's top expert on slavery conducted mm -hmm. a new report, and I'm going to quote him. Mm -hmm. He says, it's reasonable to conclude, to conclude that forced labor amongst Uyghur, Kazakh, and other ethnic minorities in sectors such as agriculture, manufacturing, took place in the western region of China, where they've been accused of human rights abuses against the Uyghur Muslim min uh, minority as a genocide by the U.S. In stinging remarks, the U.S. Special Rapporteur on Contemporary Forms of Slaver, tomo Slavery, Tomoya uh, Obokata, is mm -hmm. obviously a Japanese, um, added that some aspects of China's Xinjiang policy could even amount to the enslavement as a crime against humanity. Mm. Now, if you guys remember, there was a human rights tour uh, that was... Yeah, the UN the Human UN Rights did. Bachelet went there. Yeah, Bachelet, but this is not related to that. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a separate investigation. Right. Um, so we're still waiting for the results of her grand tour in Xinjiang, but this is uh, the UN doing the right thing. Finally. Okay, good. What else do we have in What's New? Curious. As you should be. Yeah. What else is new? I'm I'm in the dark right now. You need to play. I did. It's your long it's out. your long slide to take forever. <laughs> I, I don't want you to miss them. That's the problem. Okay. Okay. Um This is a very long slide, isn't it? What did you do? Is the whole This is actually the whole go. presentation. Okay. What do we okay. got here? So mm -hmm. I wanna set this up. Okay. I'll get us in the corner. First of all, you guys know what AliExpress is, right? It's kind of like a cheap 
um, Amazon, right? Yeah. You go and they like you order parts and things and they get shipped from China directly to wherever you are. That's right. So you can order in bulk. You can order if you want to find a supplier. It's basically like eBay or Amazon for Chinese cheap goods. Yeah. Can I just say that it would not work and it would not even be a viable option if China didn't have uh, developing status in the World Trade Organization and tons of subsidies when it comes to trade and uh, and shipping and postal and stuff. Both the the basically the rest of the world pays for China's shipping. Yeah, that's why you can get and the Chinese government helps too. But that's, that's why right. you, you can get like a small little part. Like you could buy something for a dollar or less on AliExpress and it will arrive for free. Yeah, get shipped for free. Yeah. How is it possible that a $1 thing can come across the sea thousands and thousands of miles all the way to your door for less than it costs me to send a letter to my neighbor? It's really good for the environment as well, isn't it, if you think about it? Yeah, but, you know, that's the whole point is that they undercut everybody because they have this developing status in the World Trade Organization. Oh, we're a poor developing country. And now normally that's good. If you've got like Ethiopia or something and they're trying to export goods to the rest of the world and they're making some something there, of course, the shipping cost is prohibitive for a developing country. They cannot afford to be able to pay this expensive shipping. No. Right? And so it works in a country like that, but not a country that has a space program and that has a huge military and has all this number two economy in the world. Why do they get to ship things around for free, subsidized by everyone else and be a developing country? It's ridiculous. Anyway. It makes no sense by their own definition. Yeah. So. Anyway, rant yeah. over. Just so you know why you can get something that's two cents for free ship from China. Yeah, well, you know what's not two cents is what? the... I want you to hunt around because you, you haven't looked at the media pack I put together. No, no. I want you to hunt around in this picture and tell me if you see anything weird. Okay. Okay, it says um, cool home gadgets, super deals, new user zone, um, women's fashion, men's fashion, phones and telecommunications. Oh, wait, you up. Go up. I'll go up. It yeah. says human hair wigs. That's yeah. the default search. That's oh, the default search right on now. AliExpress. Right. What? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. This actually leads me to something super dark. Okay. And it's something I'm working on. I might, I might bring it out like later after I figured it out. Okay. But there is a company. There's a bunch of companies in China that are supplying human hair wigs, mm -hmm. specifically for Jewish and Muslim people and Africans. Saying, no, 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 no. Listen. Oh. This is separate. To okay, that. separate it's, to that. It's set up as a religious organization. Oh, okay. And they're apparently tested to be co either kosher or halal. Or halal. And there's a reason for this. Because it comes from Uyghurs who are Muslim. Right. Yeah. So well, we're working on something. Sure. Working on something about this to prove that, right? You yeah. can't just say that. Right? Sure. So um, Anyway, this is not it's not related to that. I just mm -hmm. thought that was very interesting that that was the uh, the default, the default search. search. No matter you know where you are, I switched VPNs a few times. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I want you guys to look at that now that you're familiar with AliExpress. Yes. This is uh, a Russian military convention equipment convention. Yeah. Okay? And you can play the video. Yeah, there's one of those. What do you see about that? Well, it's one of those Boston Dynamic Robot Dog knockoffs that China knocks off all the time. Right, this is Russian military equipment that Russia has developed, they said. Yeah, it's got like a got RPG, RPG on, on the back of one of those little robot dogs. You've so, seen them before. Yeah, so Russia, the Russian military put this out saying like, you guys are effed. We have robot dogs. Take a look RPGs. what they've done here. They've put basically um, cloth, see, all around it and tied yeah. it on so you can't see the actual workings of it. But it's just one of those toy dogs you can buy. 
Yeah, they literally. Right, this is Russia. Yeah, using stolen Chinese toys <laughs> to say that they're gonna bring RPGs into wartime environments, mm -hmm. and so you should be scared, West. Right. This is Russia. Yeah. That that's how sloppy Russia. This is like China level chapudua stuff. Yeah, obviously. Um. So. Obviously, someone, you know, typical in both Russia and China suffer from these level of miscommunication where they don't think they're going to get caught. Yeah. So if you look up, um, you can see the first and the, the second result is actually this toy dog. Yeah. It's exactly the same. It's a big so, difference in price between the one and the other. Yeah. But the, the first one and, this, and, this, and the third one I'm talking about. Yeah, the first you and notice, third one, yeah. You notice that's the, exactly the one that you just saw. Yeah. Um, if you notice the price of $530, mm -hmm. it's free shipping. It's from AliExpress, right? Yeah, free shipping. Okay, right. Mm -hmm. That's if you look this up on Google. Yes. The reason I showed you AliExpress before that was because if you look it up and see, see remember I had human hair wigs? Yeah, yeah. If you look it up, I want to show you what the actual search result is now. So, you see what it says below that? Oh, sorry. Your search robot dogs did not match any products. Please try again. And if you click one of those robot dogs in the Google shopping thing that mm -hmm. used to go to those things for robot dogs, it's still there in the cache. All you yeah. have to do is search robot dogs and shopping right. and then it's there, right? Type in robot dogs AliExpress, it comes up. Right. But if you click one of those things, it just goes to like a messy splash page of deals on underwear and toys. Okay, so they've removed it basically. They've removed it at behest of the, the Russian government. Must have been, yeah. Russia got too embarrassed and China's like, okay, we'll remove your toy dog. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, not good, not good, guys. <laughs> okay, what's this little uh, meme? So update, this, is, this caused me to look into something I have been criticizing for years. Well, both of us. Yeah. Uh, and this came up on some sort of subreddit. I believe someone sent it to me. It says, most useless things of all time. We got a coffee cup with a handle inside, just yep. for all our listeners. What is the second one there? So it's a gate with no wall around it, so you can just walk around it. Yeah. Right. And a watering can that waters itself. Right. And then, and is then that the Macau? That is Hong the Macau Zhuhai Hong Kong Bridge. Yeah. And the reason it's useless is actually there was a huge campaign in 2018 mm -hmm. that even got big media outlets to promote this amazing bridge. And let yeah. me tell you why this bridge is so important. Because it's super long and super Super big. long. It's a big infrastructure project. And it was used as a way to show how forward thinking China mm -hmm. was. In fact, go ahead and play the video in the background. This is an example of what was going around on mass media in 2018. Okay. I just want to give you guys an update. Um, so back then in 2018, this was being promoted on uh, South China Morning Post, which is not a, a mainland Chinese source. Yeah, but it is um, owned by... Yeah, of course. Mainland uh, China yeah. now. But uh, you had, you know, big out, big outlets, think CNN type stuff. Yeah. But we're covering this big project and it was this big bridge. And what it would do was it would go from mainland and circumvent uh, having to wait through border lines. Yeah. Uh, because you wouldn't have to go through Hong Kong and Macau, which are two uh, sovereign territories, separate territories yeah, yeah. from mainland China, from mainland China, which yeah. would previously take you about three hours to get between all three areas. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you'd have to go through three separate customs. Yes. There's a border with uh, uh, Hong Kong, which is previously British territory. Mm -hmm. There's a border with Macau that was previously Portuguese territory. Yeah. They now have their own legal system and stuff. So you still have to go through a border. You still have yeah. to have a passport. You still have to have permits, right? Yeah. So this would link all of those things and reduce the travel time to 30 minutes. Yes. Right? In great in theory, and then I remember it. Go back. Okay. Great in theory. Um, this was very important for 
propagandists because what this was, yeah, you can put that put there. Yeah. Was a way that China could say, uh, we put in hundreds of, it was like hundreds of billions of dollars or something. Yeah. Hundreds of billions of dollars into this bridge project. And what it's going to do is link all these economies together to yeah. where there is not these massive lines and truck customs, all this kind of stuff because people can just rip through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Two things happen. Okay. Number one, there was this weird interim period from when we left China in 2018, 2019, um, to where we could still go back to Hong Kong, which yeah. we did, mm -hmm. and we wouldn't be arrested, even though we were wanted by mainland China, but we had to avoid this bridge. Yeah, people got arrested on the bridge because one of the like little islands that you pass over, that obviously the bridge has to pass over this island, that's Hong, I mean, mainland territory. So they stopped the bus there on that little island the and dissidents. they arrested dissidents. And they arrested yeah. somebody who was wanted in mainland China. I remember right. that being in the news. So you can be on the yeah. bridge yeah. only in Hong Kong. So we were, we were basically dissidents in Hong Kong, right? Yeah. Fairly safe. Yeah. We would go look past the border in China and be like, remember that country? You know, that country that's after us? Yeah. But there was a weird period for a couple of years where before the whole national security law, we could actually get away with that. Yeah. Now, that went away, but we definitely had to avoid this bridge because, like you said. Yeah. But the most important thing about this bridge mm -hmm. is that it was poised to be this amazing project, and no one uses it. It was a massive waste of hundreds of billions of dollars, and I'll True. tell you why. There's a fantasy that it was going to reduce traffic, and everyone in Macau was going to drive across. Everyone in Hong Kong was going to drive across. Everyone in mainland China was going to drive across it to go to these territories. Macau needs special license plates. Yes. It's a mainland plate mixed with a Macanese yeah. plate, and you have to have it. It costs a lot of money. Huge right? amounts. Only very rich people have that. Hong Kong also needs Same. this plate. Yeah. It's a different plate. Yes. And China needs this these dual-purpose plates. You need that USZ. Yeah. yeah. For, for Macau. Yeah. Well, no, for in mainland China. For, for, yeah, for mainland China. It means it's China. a foreign car coming means, in. Yeah, it means you can go in it and out. It costs hundreds of thousands of RMB. Yeah. Maybe even more now. Yeah, it would be more now to get that plate. And you need very special circumstances to be able to put that on your car. Yeah, so you see these cars, but it's probably like 1%. It's yeah. less than 1% no, of all cars No, very, very, very small percentage of cars have these special license plates and permission to cross the border. So these would be the only cars that could use this hundreds of billions yeah. of dollar bridge. Yeah, and buses. And buses, obviously. But that's nothing. Yeah. No, no one can use this. Sure. So when people, I, we had, I had reports from people that, were, that just saw the bridge. They said that there is no traffic on it. Yeah. There's literally no traffic. And number two, compounded by COVID restrictions because there's three different sure, restrictions. Sure, sure. And if you try, you can't go. No. If, you, if you go from mainland China into Hong Kong, you have to quarantine for, uh, I don't know what the period is right now, seven days or yeah. a, a number of days. Sure. And the same goes if you're going to mainland China from Hong Kong or into Macau, you have to quarantine even longer. So there's no point. People yeah. can't use this. No, it's useless. Yeah. All just right. wanted to give you guys an update. Okay, excellent. So that's uh, useless bridges, eh? Yeah. Mm, all right. No, I've never been a, a, a massive fan of bridges myself. Do you regret me covering it? What, this particular one? <laughs> no. I thought it was a great waste project to cover. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the, the Hong Kong Macau Bridge. I remember all the brouhaha about this back yep. in the day. I just want to give people an update. Yeah, okay, so what do we have next? Who's this book, book dude? <laughs> we calling him book dude? Yeah. Um, so this is another, yet another billionaire that has been jailed in China. Uh, he's a Chinese Canadian actually. Okay. So they they went after a technically a foreign citizen, right? Mm -hmm. Xiao Jianhua. 
He was one of the richest people in China, if you really counted him as being a mainland Chinese person. Right. Uh, And he was a business tycoon, right? Right. He just got sentenced for 13 years in prison, okay? Okay. Um. Probably for wearing that outrageous and, hat combination uh, with that yellow You know, all the other pictures hoodie. I saw of him were much more normal, and I chose this one because it made him stand out a little bit. He looked like he they was... They were like, you cannot wear that. Those two colors clash, you know, you're going yeah, to jail. No, but sure. seriously, what's the reason that he was put in jail for? Um, potentially, I mean, potentially, we don't know, actually. Okay. Uh, potentially for um, uh, harming the country's financial security. Okay, was he um, smuggling money out? Probably. I mean, who isn't at that yeah. level? Let's Look, be honest. If you've got any kind of um, billionaire who's got houses and real estate in Canada, Chinese billionaire, well, that's because they moved their money out of China to buy that real estate and to move their money out of China. It's very common. It's um, Over the past couple of decades, it's been one of the most popular ways to get your money out of mainland China is to essentially buy yourself a Canadian citizenship. Yeah. Go and invest, buy real estate, launder your money through the casinos, whatever. There's all sorts of ways to do it. They've busted sure. a lot of scams, a lot of immigration scams. Um, and that's where a lot of these rich, um, corrupt officials and corrupt businessmen who do do a lot of mm-hmm. weird bribery and theft and stuff, they end up in Australia and Canada mo- ma- ma- mainly, yeah. and California, of course. Right. Yeah. So uh, the court fined uh, him yeah. $950,000 and then 13 years of jail, and then his holding company, which is called Tomorrow's Holdings, for 8.1 billion US dollars. That's a lot. Um he's he was number 32 on Forbes rich list by the way. He's this is not like a guy that went to go buy yeah. a house in Canada, dude. Right. This is like he No, he bought multiple yeah. houses. He bought the like he's he bought it with those like big condos and stuff and he probably yeah. built them there, yeah. In fact, um mm-hmm. well, I mean in China as well. Yeah. So sure. he was uh in bed with banks, insurers and property developers as well. Yeah. And so this holding company, I mean, it says that um he gave shares like of stock, yeah, and then real estate and cash and other assets to government officials worth a hundred million dollars, right? Up until twenty twenty one. So I mean, we're talking just bribery. about yeah. I mean, it's also just how things work in China, and they yeah. go after people that get too big. And the yeah. real takeaway from this is that China under Xi Jinping does not like powerful people, no, and he gets rid of them. He's he's intimidated by them. He doesn't understand. I can tell you this. He doesn't understand wealth. He doesn't understand things like this. Sure. He's bringing back state-controlled assets that really hurt the country in the past and moving yeah. away from privatization, the thing that was China's strong suit. Yeah, that's what gave China what it has today. He's taking that away, and he's hurting billionaires in the process. Oh, cry me a river, it's billionaires. But sure. it's indicative of a larger problem. Yeah, look, it's it just shows you the the lack of freedom. Yeah, and st- the, the, the buying for state control. And the, the absolute control the state has over the people yes, in China. That's correct. And how they go after them, even if they're abroad. And they usually yeah. use coercion by going after their families. That's right. And there's this thing called transnational repression, which uh, is used against people like us as well, okay? But mainly against uh, dissidents and other Chinese people abroad, as they will yeah. find ways to destroy their lives, silence them, force mm-hmm. them to come back to China, whatever the case may be, by using sort of devious means. That's right. You know? I actually think he looks awesome with that. But you do? Yeah, it looks cool. It's very unique. It's fresh. I feel like there was a sale at Gap or something. And he was like, ooh, that's, that's in the bargain bin. Look like Gap to me. Whatever. Like, it's... I mean, it's outlandish. Yeah. But that's why I think it's cool. Because, like, all the other pictures I found of him is just a dude in a business suit. Sure. You know what I mean? 
So you you prefer creep shots of him on his day off reading a book? Yeah, I mean, okay. who doesn't read a book while he stands up outside? Yeah, in a yellow hoodie. <laughs> I mean, a bright orange, neon orange hoodie. a natural And shot. a red, red beanie. Yeah. 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 Anyway, poor billionaire in jail. Um, but yeah, it's, look, it's not... From that. Yeah, it's awful that like anyone gets... Uh, what are you doing? Oh, you want to shut something? Oh, shutting the window, yeah, okay. All right, guys, while Seamilk shuts the window, let's see what is next in the slide pack. I was too busy putting together something else today, which you'll see shortly. I um, always put together the media pack. Yeah, you we do. like it's a new thing. No, but we normally, like, we're doing it together, yeah, yeah, right? Sure. Um, okay, so a little meme for you all before we continue. Let's get us down the corner here. Uh, this is um, shot from the CCP's new White Beaches ad campaign. Yep. We're, that's a little throwback to good old uh, Clan Man and uh, Clan Man's uh, proclivity for white beaches, pearl white beaches. He loves yeah, them so much. Yeah, you can see there's, a, a white, there's white beaches in this shot. Yeah, there are. Can there's some see? white beaches. Yeah. yeah, yeah. see exactly what you're I, talking about. I like what they did by using the exposure to amplify the beach color as well. Actually make it white yeah, this time. White. They corrected it. Yeah, that's correct. That's kind of something China would do in propaganda. They do. I wouldn't mean kind of. That's what they do. Uh, we, we should show maybe in one of our segments next time the saturation that they do on the, the yeah. tourist stuff. It's ridiculous. It's Remember great. that thing we were watching about? Um, <laughs> what's that place we always used to go? Um, not Huiyuan. Yeah, yeah. yeah Huiyuan, right? One, yeah. yeah. Huiyuan, which is landlocked. Yeah, yeah. It's this town. There's some rivers there yeah. and stuff. But it's very far away from the sea, and they did this tourist campaign for it, and yeah. they showed dolphins. In the ocean. Yeah, in the ocean, as if it was there. It's the most re- we'll bring it up at some point. We've shown it before, but it's yeah. been years. Yeah, it's been years. We'll do it again. Yeah. All right, so now we got to talk about being unhealthy quickly, guys. It's super important that you uh, take this. This is like our every one couple of months, we remind you all about this abomination that we ate. Yeah, and it's actually to remind ourselves. Yeah, I, I, the other day I was like, hey, man, I've got a hankering for a big piece of fried chicken in between two glazed donuts. Yeah, and, and so we we always call each other up when we're having a moment of weakness, kind of like people do in AA. Yeah. And we're, we're like, like, hey, don't eat donut-covered fried chicken. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I forgot. Yeah, exactly. Damn it. Mm, yeah. I really wanted to eat that. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for saving my ass. I saved your ass the other day. Yeah. Um, we just make sure that we're not eating that. So what do you do if you if you have eaten one of those things and your health is in the toilet? Well, it's not just that. But today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. So Athletic Greens, what is it? Uh, with every scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and added adaptogens to help you start the day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. So basically, it's a powder. You uh, put it in a cup with some water, you drink it before your meals, and it mm-hmm. gives you all the vitamins you need. Good. That's good stuff. Control your aging, you know? For sure. Want to live to a couple hundred, you know? Well, let's not go all the all the way to that level. Hey, yeah. no, yeah, never we know. can't prove either way if you will live to 200 years old. Yeah. If you use athletic greens, but what I can tell you is it'll make you feel better. Sure. Instead of eating junk garbage and you're drinking a vitamin-packed drink that's going to help you out with your health, Probably a better idea to go with the vitamin pack drink. Yeah. Um, lots of people like it. It's keto, paleo, vegan friendly, all that kind of stuff. Gluten free, dairy free. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about it. It's not going to break anything. Yeah. Dietary restrictions. Uh, has less than one gram of sugar. And you're investing in an all in one nutritional insurance. 
Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com ADV. Again, that's athleticgreens.com ADV. To take control over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Now, we've used it. We like it. It's good stuff. They support the channel. That means... That's uh, you know we could put our super name behind important, it. super important. Very very few companies actually do want to reach out and support us, specifically with the very effective um, cancel culture that uh, the CCP employs against people like ourselves. So That's right. thank you very much to Athletic Greens. Now, guys, we have a treat for you. We do, and we need your feedback on this. Super important. We've decided because we've talked about this many times in the past. You mm. know. In China, you cannot escape the war fantasy dramas. doesn't matter where you go. Turn on the TV in a hotel. You turn on the TV at your house, if it's linked up to any kind of cable TV or whatever. You go into a shopping mall. You walk down into those little convenience stores. You walk in an urban village. You walk on the streets. doesn't matter if you're in rural China, if you're in the cities. There's one thing you cannot escape, and that is war fantasy dramas. They call them War of the Resistance period dramas or whatever, right? And basically what it is, is it's this fictional take on that terrible time in China where Japan came in and invaded, right? And for those of you who don't know, Japan came in and they absolutely brutalized China. They destroyed China and took it over. Uh, And after World War II, uh, after the Japanese were defeated, of course, they... Took over Manchuria. Yeah, yeah but uh, northern China. Yeah, basic. But the 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 thing is, the the, Ameri- the Japanese came in and did all this terrible stuff. Finally, they were kicked out after the war, and everything was back to normal, so to speak. But they did a lot of damage. So, what the Chinese government does and condones is they they stoke hatred towards Japanese people, and the way That's they right. do this is by showing these dramas on TV every day, nonstop. That's right. You can turn on the TV at 24 hours a day in China and there will be one of these War of the Resistance dramas. Yeah. Now, if they were um, factually accurate, it would actually be a loss of face for the CCP. Because if it was factually accurate, it would literally just show the Japanese dominating China. Yeah. That's what would happen. It would be brutal. It would be awful. Yeah. So, of course, the CCP has convinced the entire population that it was actually the Communist Party that that defeated the Japanese. That's right. Not America dropping nuclear bombs or the Allies fighting against Germany and Japan and all that. That's got nothing to do with it. In the zeitgeist now, if you speak to people, they honestly do believe that it was the Communist Party that drove the Japanese out. Yeah, that's right. Okay, and in order to, um, I don't know, back this lie up, they concoct these ridiculous scenarios in these fantasies, these fantasy dramas of like... um, peasants rising up and defeating Japanese people with like rocks and pistols and and uh, kung fu and that kind of thing right right but it's gotten to a point where people are actually just believing this stuff wholesale yeah but it gets absurd yeah and ridiculous so we thought we'd poke a little fun at it and like entertain you guys and at the same time give you a little bit of an education by including a small clip from one of these sort of war fantasies every week Mm -hmm. and just breaking it down for you we call it revolutionary fantasies. So, yeah, we're going to show you a little uh, introduction to this whole thing. So, it's, well, buckle buckle in. 
Okay, hold tight. <laughs> you, you're gonna you're gonna have to because anyway, let's just uh, let's do it. Here it comes. Here it comes. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna start out this time with um. That is the intro. The the woman singing. That's the actual intro to the segment. That yeah. what Winston put together in the beginning is a teaser for what yeah. you can expect. Yeah. So yeah. every week, if you guys like it, of course, we need feedback from you. But every week, we thought we'd show you just a, a small couple of seconds clip. Yeah, I agree. Can you go back to the one I put together there? I just want people sure. to see the some of the characters. I thought this was good. I tried to go for like a soap opera theme. By the way, you didn't even cut this. This was part of um, one of these things where the, basically what you see here is these three characters over here have just beaten up a Japanese Oh, yeah, general. I didn't cut this. No, you didn't cut it. No. You just added text to it. Yeah, and the music. Yeah. yeah. But this was actually how it was. So they just yeah. beat up this Japanese general, right? Yeah. In the most ridiculous fight you've ever seen. We'll show it at some point. Sure. This is the intro for the show. Though. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, yeah, is bordering Shamatur level. Remember, these are supposed to be period dramas, so this yeah. is supposed to be set in the thirties. Um, what is this? That hairstyle is not from the nineteen thirties. I can tell you that this guy looks like a hairdresser from Hunan. He does. And what is he wearing? That's not. That's not nineteen thirties attire. I don't think that kind of pastel fabric. Whatever you want to call that. What is that kind of fabric? I don't even you should know, know it's right? Like wool. Why would I know? <laughs> it's like some crocheted crap. I would have probably like three wear. shirts. Okay, all right. I don't know. Anyway, um, and then <laughs> this guy. I love this guy. Yeah. This guy is quite the character. He looks like a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, he's like a kung fu peasant. Uh, okay. Yeah, anyway. So we're... Today's clip, introduce us. There are tons of tropes in these things, okay? Mm -hmm. And one of the tropes you're about to see here is always one of the, like, brave revolutionary fighters gets caught by the yeah. Japanese, okay? Right. And then is, like, heroically rescued. So we thought we'd just introduce you to this. And we thought we'd... We've translated it. We've put some subtitles, and we'll go yeah. back and read this them This is uh, Revolutionary Fantasies, Episode 1. Yeah, okay. So let's see what he has to say. <laughs> Okay, we're going to have to... That was quite quick. So, uh, for those of you who are listening, we'll, we'll go through this. The guy starts out, he says, uh, you know, dog shit little Japanese ghost. He actually says that. That's a ghost. No, with this, by the way, I want to... Because, and I don't want to be one of those guys that explains all the jokes and stuff, yeah. but I want everyone to understand... You know when we mistranslate stuff on purpose for comedic effect? Yeah. We're not doing with this, no. show, with this show. This is exactly what they say. He said, dog shit little Japanese <laughs> yeah. ghost. Wait for nightfall. 
Grandpa's gonna come find you. <laughs> Who's the grandpa? I don't know. Hey, what is grandpa gonna do? Yeah. He's gonna devour you all one by one. So he's like, you dog shit Japanese little ghosts, you just wait for nightfall. Grandpa's gonna come find you and eat you all one by one. Does that not sound like a little kid that's getting bullied on the playground? Yeah. My grandpa's gonna come yeah. mess you up. I gotta know who this guy's grandpa I is. I wanna know the grandpa. But, but we we are gonna find out whose grandma is, though. Yeah. Okay, so let's watch. We won't interrupt anymore. Just watch the rest. Right. So tall. He doesn't stand a chance. Nope. like random fabric together. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, you know what? Like, if I were those Japanese soldiers and the the grandma goo or whatever her name is starts yeah. sliding down with her little luger, which can hold ten rounds, but she somehow massacres this entire troop with that single pistol, I'd shoot him because he's laughing. <laughs> I wouldn't pay attention to grandma goo but... and her pistol. I'd shoot him. I'd right. be like, shut up, you're annoying. Right. I <laughs> loved his laugh. Can we see his laugh again? Real yeah, quick? sure. I Bring think back. that was kind of key. Yeah. So Grandma Goo shows up and just messes everyone up. Yeah. I mean, there's at least 20 guys there. At least. Let's take a quick look again. That's two. Yeah, dude, there's like 20 to 30 people there. Yeah. I love the post-added yeah. camera movement. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See her very, she's very flimsy with that little broom handle luger she's looking also, thing. She's also incredibly young for to be a grandmother. Yeah, uh, that's also true. She's like my age. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe that's just like... It's like, like a phrase. We don't maybe know. Maybe it's like a nickname. Some, I can tell you what, I'm very invested. Yeah, I wonder who grandpa is now. Right. Anyway. Well, these like soldiers with rifles suck. No they, one saw her coming. No, no. And, you know, the thing is they reused a lot of shots of the Japanese guys being shot. Mm. But, you know, we're just trying to explain to you, this is the kind of crap that they watch all day. Yeah. Okay, now, and I this can... This maybe a higher end one. Yeah, this one's a little higher end. Yeah. It's, we'll be showing you that they've got much better production quality yeah. ones and they've got much worse yeah. ones. Yeah, I like the bad ones. They're more fun to they're watch. They're much, way more fun. Yeah, and there are all these good, tropes, okay? So this is one of the tropes that you'll always see is like the one dude's just about to get like killed by the nasty Japanese and then suddenly like a farmer will come with a bow and arrow That's or something. That's definitely a thing. I've seen a trope where uh, big rocks are used. Yeah. There'll be like uh, Japanese coming up a hill. Yeah. And one farmer, peasant dude, well, like communist dude, will yeah. pick up a boulder and or push a boulder and it yeah. will hit somehow hit everyone in yeah, the yeah, process. Yeah. Oh, we've got lots of these things. We've Another trope we saw was uh, getting a woman as a prisoner yeah. and then 
tying her to a table and then the japanese soldiers are about to feast yeah exactly <laughs> whatever that yeah is do, implied. do whatever yeah. but then like something happens and then something happens yeah, yeah it's it's interesting another one that you'll always see is like um a prisoner because they they'll, they'll take all these chinese prisoners and one of them will be like a a peasant kung fu master who yeah like somehow just beats up all the the you know generals and stuff yeah. and samurai or whatever it's it's fun to see because it's ridiculous it is fantasy none of this fantasy, stuff fantasy none of this stuff ever happened no. Okay. No, it's completely no. historically inaccurate. To be fair, uh, the communist because these shows are all based on uh, the communist army. The vast majority are the communist army, right? Mao's yeah. army fighting the Japanese, which didn't happen. Almost didn't happen to anywhere near the extent that the nationalist army yeah. fought the Japanese. It was like I think it was ridiculous. Like only once. Yeah, for a major. Yeah, for, a major for actual battle. battles. Yeah. yeah. Um, compared to all the other times. Anyway. You will, you'll have Japanese there, table feasts in the future. We'll have yeah. all kinds of stuff. There, there's a reason we're showing you this because it actually has a lot to do with today's soft power hour. It does. Okay. Um, and it's difficult to explain to your average person out there why there's so much hatred towards Japan in China. Yeah. But now this might shed a little bit of light on it because imagine you grew up with this crap on TV every day, all day about evil Japanese people doing evil things to um, helpless, poor, you know, peasants and uh, Chinese people. And then these heroic sort of like peasants rising up and killing yeah. all the Japanese and stuff. So in your mind, um, these are just devils, you know, they, they have been your whole life. And so that might give you a little bit of uh, insight into why there's so much anti-Japanese uh, rhetoric and hatred, because it's, it's constantly stoked. You know, yes, and not just every once in a while, every day, all day, twenty-four hours a day. So next time, I hope you guys enjoy Guoming Huanxiang, which is revolutionary fantasies, and mm -hmm. I think you guys uh, will enjoy all the tropes we have coming forward. Yeah, let us know if you like this segment or not, because yeah. it's time for us to move into soft power hour. Which I'm, our... I'm going to do a poll actually. Okay, yeah, do it. This is our main uh, segment of the show where we talk about how China is trying to change your mind and others through media and so on and so forth. So before we even get into this, I want to just tell you that there's something that a lot of Chinese women like to do, okay, when they travel... What's that? When they travel abroad, yeah. okay, when they travel to Korea and they travel to Japan. Right. And that is to go and dress up in <laughs> traditional Korean clothing or traditional... Um, Japanese clothing, specifically Japanese clothing, a lot. Sure. Uh, my wife did it. Um, all my Chinese students, you know, that were young adults, if they ever had the chance to travel to Japan, they always go to Kyoto or something like that, rent a kimono, you know, and then they dress you up, they do your hair up for you, and then you mm. get to walk around the sort of beautiful temple grounds, you mm. walk around the parks with the sakura trees and that kind of thing. Not my thing. take photos. But then again, I am not a woman that likes to cosplay, so I get why people like it. I think it's awesome. Sure. Um, you know, I, I'm saying personally. Yeah, you would. I don't usually wear kimonos. No, neither while do walking I. Walking through, strolling through a little park yeah, forest. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I had a lot of fun when I went with my wife because it was during Hanami season, and we got to see a lot of that. My wife dressed up in in her kimono. I actually bought her a kimono. And uh, we walked around, you know, the different in Osaka, the, the temples and stuff, and the big park. And it's like all those old castles. So it's very it's picturesque. you bought one because, like, I feel like the only time you're ever going to use that in your entire life is that one occasion. Yeah, well, I mean, it turned out, by the way, it was a secondhand one. But, you know, if you buy a secondhand oh, okay. Japanese anything, it's new. 
Yeah, it's well taken care it's of. It's incredibly yeah. well taken care of. If you've ever bought like secondhand Japanese electronics or something sure. in Japan, they're just like buying something new. It turned out it would have it was the same to buy it that it would have been to rent one. Okay. So, so it might as well, right? Yeah, just and have it as a keepsake, even if yeah, she never wears that it. That makes again. sense. Because she could never wear it in China. No. Um, that's the thing. You'll see why. You'll, yeah, it's <laughs> it's just one of those things. But what I'm trying to get at here is that it's incredibly common, and it's a common thing for Chinese people to do when they yeah. travel abroad yeah. all the time. And they that's love to that. take photos um, you know, of themselves wearing yukata or kimono or whatever, right? Mm. And, of course, there's a huge following of Japanese pop culture and um, anime mm. and manga and that kind of yeah. thing in, in China as well. And so people enjoy cosplaying. Yes. Okay, and if you don't know what cosplaying is, it's dressing up. It's playing dress up. Yeah. It's literally, that's what it is. People dress up like their favorite I mean, TV character. Yeah, the, uh, the average cosplayer is going to be dressed as their favorite anime character. That's normally what it is. It's usually what it is. Or a You're game be, uh, character. What's popular? Um, I don't uh, know. Hunter x Hunter. Naruto or something. Naruto. You're going to dress up as, uh, you know, one of those dudes. Yeah. Or chicks. Yeah. 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 So um, this is what happened last week. Okay. I'm going to put this on in the background here for, in fact, I'll get us out of here. Is a girl was wearing a cos, well, she was cosplaying. She wasn't just wearing a kimono. She had a big blonde wig on as well. So she yeah, was just cosplay. cosplaying as an anime character. In China. Yeah. On the streets. Um, and let's see what happened. I'll just play it out for you. Eventually. To show how bad. Well, yeah. Let's uh, let's go back to that. So, uh, for those of you who can't understand Chinese. Um, the, the most important thing here, you, if you read it, I mean, obviously, for yep. those listening, is the fact that the police came up to her and started to hassle her. And she asked why. And they were like, well, if you were, if you were wearing Chinese, you know, traditional clothes, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And they screamed at her, you know, saying, you're Chinese. How dare you wear Japanese clothes? You're Chinese. And she's like, what, what have I done wrong? You know, why do you have a right to scold me? I want some context here. To, it's very important. Mm -hmm. Actually, why don't you freeze frame it on like as because you can see her whole outfit, like as they're yeah, taking her yeah, away yeah. at the end there. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Okay, now this is important though. She asks, what offense did I commit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the offense is picking quarrels and provoking trouble, which, by the way, is a real law in China. It's actually one of the statistically one of the higher uh, most used crimes in China to nab people. You There's a reason for that. You do, can use yeah, it for anything. You can do it for yeah. anything. If someone's like, I'm a, I don't like my my noodles. Yeah. And, you know, the cops come around and you're making a scene. They can yeah. like arrest you for picking quarrels and provoking trouble. So a, a police officer, I mean, just so everyone understands, mm -hmm. 
a police officer is manhandling and arresting a young girl for dressing in a kimono with a blonde wig. Yeah, well, a yukata, but same thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, let's get to where you can actually see. See, she has this yeah, long blonde wig. Okay, no, in the second, it's in the second clip. Oh, second clip, you can see it all. Oh, right, or there, that, that's fine. Too. Uh, let's get to the second clip anyway. Some kid's watching this on his laptop. This is, this is the, what's going around. Yeah, right there. You okay. can see her there. Yeah, she you got can a mask on. So, yeah, Yukata, it's called, right? Yeah. It's the type I, of guys, I just have to <clears throat> say that some of you might try to draw a parallel and say, well, maybe it's the same as um, a Jewish person wearing some kind of German uh, clothing or something, but it's not. No. Because this is traditional Japanese stuff. The, the, the kimonos and, and that type of thing are from thousands of years ago. This is not... Um, during the imperial Japanese invasion, this is not a military uniform that she's wearing, you know. No. no so you no. cannot you cannot do that kind of equation. What's going on here is there's so much hatred for Japan that even if you try to wear a traditional Japanese outfit from thousands of years ago or hundreds of years ago, far long before any aggression <clears throat> between China and Japan. You're labeled as a traitor and you're arrested. Yeah, that's what doesn't make sense is if, like you said, it would be culturally insensitive. I agree. Japan deserves so much of the hate that they got yeah. because of what Japan did, Japan did as a awful nation things. under that leadership. Absolutely. Japan is not that now in no. Japan. And I get that there's still some bad blood because of the refusal for apologies and stuff like that. This is mm -hmm. a separate issue. Yeah. But Japan wasn't that prior to, the, to, to that incident either. Yeah. Right? So we're talking about also things that have heavy Chinese influence. You think Japan wasn't heavily influenced by China, ancient China? Of course it I is. I mean, this looks very similar to Wufu, which is like that ancient Chinese clothing. Yeah. All of this is intertwined in some way. You could always find different ways to actually excuse this. But the, yeah. you know, the point of the matter is, is that you don't arrest someone for wearing a cosplay outfit that's culturally acceptable pretty much everywhere. Everywhere in the and world. And the most important thing I want you guys to understand is what she's wearing here. When I was in China, when Winston was in China, up until, let's say, 20, 2016, 2017, would have been absolutely fine. Correct. No one would have given a shit about that. We this. used to go to restaurants where the staff used to dress like yep. this. You know, yep. this is something that the young kids would dress up and go to the park and stuff. We've seen it. That's my issue is that it was absolutely fine. Yeah. No, you might have gotten a snide comment from a, you know, a, a Chinese ox looking guy. Yeah, or an uncle right? or something. Um, Chinese ox, a character of the show, by the way. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, like an un undereducated kind of tattooed guy that's like a Han nationalist or something. Sure. You might get something like that. But the vast majority of people not only would not give a shit, but they might even take photos and be like, oh, that looks so pretty. Yeah. It was fine. So you realize that I am not talking about like a cultural remnant here. Yes, there's a, a pervasive hatred of Japan that has been there since I was in China. And yeah. it goes all the way back to Chairman Mao's time. Mm hmm but it's more than that. Yeah. It's now propelled to a level of so such insecurity and such brazen uh, just toxicness, like going after people for representing anything that's not Chinese now. Yeah. And in allowing the public to swarm them, mm. allowing public opinion to ruin people's lives, committing suicide in, yeah. in some places and some situations. Um, to allow society to get to this point and encourage it shows what nationalism is coming, is, is seeding nationalism as being promoted yeah, by the nationalism Chinese and Party. xenophobia. Yeah, it's it's awful. It's promoted. Yeah, you know, I I take a, a huge amount of um, I don't know offense when it comes to this kind of thing. 
because I would never go after somebody for wearing traditional clothing. No, you know, obscene. Yeah, even if it was, and that's another thing. Like I don't harbor a hatred for any particular country or nation or anything like that. And this shows that there's just pure and utter hatred towards cultural revolution two point oh. Yeah, it's awful. You know, how is a traditional um, kimono or yukata or something, how is that offensive? How is that the Nanjing massacre? Yeah, it's not. Did they wear that during then? No. no. You got like Hirohito and the, the army guys with their, you know, uniforms and You're stuff. You're dressing as that? Yes. Maybe had a little bit of a different It's story. kind of like if a Jewish person was dressing as an SS, like, Nazi right. officer. Right, it would That's, be in massively poor Then taste. you can understand yeah. it. Then you can understand why they'd be like, get the hell out of here. Yeah, but again, maybe not we'll from a legal you. response, right? Yeah, but, you know, but yeah, in you China, can you could understand that yeah. but this is not that right. she's dressing up as an anime character for goodness sake with a, a long blonde wig right you know anyway blind hatred just and it's promoted just showing you that it's it's gotten to a point where people are being arrested for this now let let me flip this on its head a little bit right there was a massive backlash mm-hmm. uh, online of the with a lot of chinese netizens that said this is outlandish yeah this girl was not alone thank goodness yeah. um but the legal response forced her to make a public she apology. She made a public apology saying she that she said, she's... I'm sorry that I uh, de- defamed our country. I'm sorry that I was insensitive. I won't do this again. Mm-hmm. And she made allusions to going to Japan wearing Han, Han clothing, that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. It it's bad. bloody awful. It really is. It's so restrictive. Mm-hmm. Imagine you lived in a society where you're told you may not... Where you may you not wear anything other than, you know, uh, a nationalist pride outfit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You may only wear that. Yeah. It's like if someone came to America and said, you may not wear any clothes except for like uh, red, white, and blue. Or you can dress up like George Washington if you like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise, it's got to be like an American t-shirt. Yeah. With like an eagle on And it. jeans. Yeah. That's okay. you got to wear you jeans. You have to and, hold a hot dog. And a, ha- and a baseball cap. Yes. Yes. But it must be an American team. Yes, yes, yeah. Don't do not pick another. Yeah. Don't wear the Toronto Blue Jays. No, 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 oh. no. So you know, it's just if you look at it from from a logical and reasonable point of view, this what's going on in China right now is absurd. Right. And it's awful, and it's a lack of freedom, and it's xenophobia, and it's racism, and it's just crap. And speaking of racism, that's our next little clip here. I'm going to preface this. There's this girl who. Um, is a dancer. You can see her there in the background. And she's she's a person of color. You know, I I, I personally am a person of non-color. Mm-hmm. She's just like you, all right? This person is a person of color. And uh, she's went to China to be a dancer or do dancing. And she actually um, does a lot of defense for China, believe it or not. Oh, so I didn't she's, know any context for her. She's done a lot of um, stuff sort of like excusing what the Chinese government does. And that oh, wow, really? Yeah, from, from what I've heard. Are we going full shill level? Or are we going... Pretty much. But I mean, look, it's, I think anyone who goes to China to make a career there or to further their sure. career or whatever yeah, will it. always yeah. do that kind of stuff because sure. they realize that they have to. Yeah. And it also helps boost their career. It does, yeah. Anyway, sure. she released this video, which has been going, um, going all over the place, which is good for people to see. And we're just going to play it out for you very quickly over here. Okay, let's do it. I know how bad these comments really were on my dance video, like on Chinese social media. Yeah, we muted it for copyright reasons for this, this dancing. This dance, very talented. Yeah, and she's a good dancer. That's for sure. So these are the contents of the post, and as you can see, it's just pictures of monkeys, monkey dancing, 
a lot of really racist black people uh, leave China, leave kick the person kicking the black person, all these like disformed babies and all this monkeys, black hippos. Comments in Chinese saying, wow, animals can jump and like these gun photos and things like that. And it even goes as worse as like showing this swastika and stuff like that. I just posted a dance video and there was all these things and that happens anytime I post anything. Especially if I say like I'm black in the video or if someone thinks that I'm black or if I dance or do something that's like stereotypical black in China. And I saw other people posting, oh that's why I don't want to learn Chinese or this makes me not want to learn Chinese or go to China anymore. I tell you, you know, sadly, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, if you have a little bit of melanin in your skin, you're going to be treated like this. Now, I'm going to call absolute bullshit on that, by the way. Mm. By the way, sympathy for the shit she had to go Absolutely, through. but this this idea that you'll get treated like this if you got a bit of melanin in, in, in your skin anywhere in the world, absolute fucking bullshit, sorry to say, especially if you're in Africa. Yeah, I mean, what the f what the <laughs> fuck? I'm African, okay, so I right. take a lot of um, sure, sure. umbrage to this kind of. Yeah, thing. I don't like the generalization yeah. that every country but, is super racist, like China. And I don't like the defense China of China's behavior. Yeah, yeah. Where else in the world will you have people if you post a dancing picture of yourself as a as an African person or somebody with, you know, black skin or brown skin or whatever skin? Where else in the world are you going to get people publicly on their social media posting pictures of gorillas and apes and stuff and calling you an animal and telling you to die with guns yeah, and leave and, and leave China, China and all that? That's bullshit. That when only was, happens in sheer, China. It was a sheer flood of that yeah. stuff. It wasn't like one. Yeah. Right. So that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Is it was the sheer flood of that. Yeah. You you and can she say said every I, time she I'll, posts. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt and say, maybe she met there racism exists in every country. I'll say yes. Okay? Absolutely. Now, if you were to post yourself dancing mm. on social media in the US, I can guarantee you you would get less than one percent of the shit that she just got yeah. on social media in China. So there's no excuse for Not that. Not only that you're allowed to be upset. Yeah. She's allowed to be upset. There are also hate speech laws, right. okay, in most countries, right. okay, in, in, in all developed countries anyway. Right. So if someone's going to go post on your social media stuff about dancing apes and, and equating you to gorilla and, you know, like putting swash sticker and, right. you know, really racist, disgusting comments, they're going to get in trouble. Yes. Okay. They're yes. going to have their account banned at the very minimum. And society will be against it yeah. at large. This is a, this is a, I'm going to say it right now. This is a uniquely Chinese problem. Okay. Right. And I mean it. And the unique Chinese problem I'm talking about here is the societally accepted open racism. Right. That is, it is, it's societally acceptable. And we know because we live there. Yeah. Okay. And when we walk with our black friends on the street, we will have people shouting it's out, hey, yeah. you know, like. They, they'll say all sorts of awful things right to their face, right while in earshot. Like, look at there's a, a black ghost. He smells bad. Look how ugly he is. You know, um, looks like a monkey. That Across kind of the thing. street. I don't yeah. want to be near him. Yeah. yeah. This kind of stuff. Openly. And the racism is, um, oh, discrimination is probably a better word here. It goes everywhere. It doesn't right. matter who you are, what kind of foreigner you are. Uh, white foreigners get discrimination too. And it's, in many cases, a positive form of discrimination where they're like, oh, look, you know, here's a white foreigner. Let's let's invite him over to our table for drinks. Let's or, go and yeah, bother him. him. Let's go and talk to him and this and that and the next thing. So, you know, you are 
um, you do suffer different types. And I've talked about this before, either a positive form of discrimination or a very negative form of discrimination like she's gone through here. And right. it's absolutely awful that she has to go through this stuff. But what, what boggles my mind is the fact that she um, makes excuses for this. Sure. And I understand because she she's doing some shilling for China and she, you know, she's got a career there. Mm, and to stay safe in whatever. China, for sure. Yeah. But like, don't, I think it's bad for the the movement for anti-racism and on the whole to make excuses for it because then it turns away the eyes. Yeah. From, from, or the fingers from pointing blame at China for its very clear issue. Yes, it is a clear issue in China. Yeah. Open racism. I've made many videos about this. People shouting the N-word at basketball players. For God's players. sakes, the Chinese government threw black people out on the street. Yeah. Only black people, Only by the black way. people, yeah, in Guangzhou. Because, because they thought they were the carriers of, of COVID. Yeah, didn't allow them to stay in hotels, yeah. kicked them out of their apartments. It's at a state level, guys. Yeah. It's yeah. not a. It's not like an anomaly. No, it's not some some like racist rednecks in the woods or something. This sure. is like societally acceptable racism, uh, right. specifically towards black people sure. that I've noticed living in China and uh, just everywhere. That's not to say that uh, all Chinese people are racist. I'm no, saying that but it's societally acceptable yeah. in mainland China. Yeah, and to be the racist. Chinese government won't do anything about it. At the same time. They're colonizing Africa. Yes. And they're acting like they're the saviors of a lesser being. That's yeah. how they act on a state diplomatic level. Yes. And until people realize that and actually make them pay for, for doing that yeah, at a state level, at a diplomatic level, and to be completely acknowledge their bad behavior, then nothing is going to happen. Yeah. That's my issue. Correct. Let's see what else she has to say. We can't act like America's different. What? You can't, we can't act like America's different? Yes, we can. That's some naivety right there. That's some uh, delusion right there. Yeah. Because America is different. If you post a video of yourself, here's a, here's a test. Post a video of your dance on um, American social media. TikTok, yeah. whatever. Instagram. Instagram. Make, put it on Instagram. Put it on Facebook. Put it on any. Put it on comments. YouTube. Let's see the comments. Let's see if everybody says you look like, uh, you know, like what the Chinese uh, disgusting racists wrote there on your video. I think this is a massive disservice to our black friends that are still in China, too, yeah. is that they're combating this on a daily basis. Yeah. This is not fair. To, it's absolutely to, just, not to fair. To excuse it. And it's not fair to you. I'm talking no. to her. Yeah. It's not fair to her either. Yeah. It's... Address it. You gotta say, look, this is not normal. This is unordinary. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is like racism to the max, unfiltered racism. Right. It's completely unfiltered and out yeah. there. And it's acceptable because remember, in China, the internet and especially comments and discussions on the internet are the most censored in the world. Yes. If the Chinese government doesn't want something said or talked about or a certain behavior to be promoted, it gets completely silenced and censored. So when you've got... Hundreds, thousands of these racist comments comparing you to a baboon or an ape or whatever that they were doing over there and a dancing monkey and all that. That's because it's allowed. And right. when something is allowed on the Chinese internet, it means it's condoned right. in general by the government. Yeah. So, you know? That still anyway. gives no excuse for like these type of things. Like, what the heck? What animal is this? Like, bruh, this is Urshing. I don't even know how to say that in English. Urshing means disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> go back to Africa like and whenever someone says like a positive comment like this one well then someone responds with like these like bad comments like I said it doesn't matter what it is now there's so many layers to like racism especially in yeah um it's just unfortunately she, she just doesn't seem to understand what like racism is obviously 
because it's staring her in the face there and she just still makes excuses for it. You know? Anyway, so we just thought we'd bring that to your attention because it's been going around a little bit now. Um, And it's awful, that sort of behavior. And I really, I wish her all the best. I really do hope that she realizes that that's something that she's going to have to live with if she's going to continue her career in China. Yeah, it's Um, pretty rough. I feel like after a video like this, if it gets a lot of exposure, it might actually make the government step in. Yeah, which is a good thing. I'm glad she made it. Yes. Right. And I and I understand I understand she has to treat this with kid gloves. I yeah, get but it. But don't for a one second try to yeah. say that America's the same as that, because that's a lie. Right. An an absolute lie. Yeah. Because you can say there's racism in America, which of course there is, but you'll never get an unfiltered, socially acceptable tirade. Uh, like tidal pool, tidal wave yeah. of uh racism like you do in China. Right. Yeah, so uh, I guess that's it for Soft Power Hour. Yes. Don't wear whatever you like in China. You might get arrested and just don't be even slightly black in China or you'll face racism. Yeah. In general, in public. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's move on, shall we? We're going to answer a couple of Super Chats? Sure. Let's do it. CDXX Greed 420. Thanks Mm -hmm. for keeping it real. Yeah. Charles Womack says, Matt, have you considered wearing a suit too? I mean, anything's a suit if you want it to be. What is that even supposed to mean? That's not right. It could be my suit. It's not a suit. It's a pastel um, pink shirt. Sure. Why do you have to say pastel? Because it is. Is it? Yeah. It's not just normal. It's very pink. slightly pink. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and no, I don't wear. I don't want to wear a suit. I think that would look. There would be too much. Yeah. Right. Too much suit on the screen. I've been wearing a suit since I was a kid, so yeah, it's just my thing. <laughs> no, I know. I'm not criticizing your yeah. choice, but I don't need to adopt that. No, you don't. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to look more professional in life, you could, but that's up to you. I don't need to. No, no. I'll be fine the way I am. Yeah, of course. Dylan Vienna says, went to Iraq last year, and I saw most locals don't hold grudges against Westerners for the awful things our armies did during the war. It's ridiculous that China can't let go of 200-year-old incidents. Well. It's they can. Um, China uses it to promote their one-party rule. And they say, if this will happen again, if you, you know, don't use the CCP as your you know, guiding figure and guiding light, and it's used for nationalism. It's such promotion. a good political tool because I've seen it happen uh, twice when I was living in China. I saw it happen massively. Yes. Where there's something going on. And the people start to get dissatisfied with the Chinese government, with the Communist Party in a big way because of a big scandal or a massive amount of money is lost or whatever the case. They turn on that racism, xenophobia tap and they turn on the the like anti-Japanese thing. And it works every time. It whips everybody into a frenzy and they allow them to go out and protest. And they're like, oh, these... Japanese people are doing this or whatever. And then all of a sudden, everyone's out on the streets and up on the billboards. It's like the, this, the Senkaku, I mean, the Diaoyu Dao, the, the, the island belongs to China. And everyone's out there like, yes, it belongs to China. Screw Japanese people. And they're turning over Japanese cars and attacking sushi restaurants. And it's such a good way yeah. to get the mind of the, the sort of social consciousness off of the problem yes. that the government is facing. Yeah. So they use it as a political tool, and they've used it over and over again. They will continue to use it, and that's why it's useful for them to stoke the hatred. That's very true. You know? Yeah. Um, I remember you from Abraham Alvarez. Cool. Uh, Norman Fair, Xi Jinping Thought of the Week. This baozi would be yummy in my tummy with some honey. <laughs> I think he would probably say it was how true. Yeah, how true. Oh, yeah, you would. He would go like this. How true. How true. 
Absolutely Poor would. Clam man. Yes. I, why did I say that? I'm mirroring people's sentiment about Clam Man. He's not a good guy. No, he's a horrible man. Jerry Huang says I recently he called us the C word the other day. Yeah, I did. Remember that? Yeah, I did. Jerry, yeah. somebody sent it to us. He's in the open called us C words. Of course. Uh, clam man. Worse. I'll call Clam man a C word. He's a yes. clam. Yeah. yeah, yeah, clam man. Because well, and you know, don't forget what he does in his spare time. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's, yeah. It's a shame because it seems like a dying profession. I don't yeah. think there's a whole lot of future in that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm going to end this poll, by the way. Okay. With almost 2,000 votes. Make Revolutionary Fantasies a permanent segment? Yes. Okay. 84% say yes. That's going to be fun. That means yeah. I get to dig up one of these stupid things every week. Uh, it's hilarious. I always end up laughing when I look at this stuff because it's so outlandish. Yes. And I saw some ones today, which I can't wait to share with you all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some good stuff. Yeah. I'll do one more here. Okay. Uh, Jerry Huang, friend of the channel, says, I recently saw someone on Reddit claim that being a CCP is the same, anti-CCP, is being the same as Western imperialism. Thoughts on this statement? Uh, by the way, happy belated birthday, Winston. Thank you. Uh, I'm not sure if you received my patron birthday message yet. Uh, I have not gone through my patron messages over the last week, and I apologize. I'll get back to you. And thank you very much. And that statement is absolute nonsense. I mean, it's one of those things where it's become so out of fashion to be pro-CCP, and the vast majority of the world thinks it's awful and mm -hmm. almost borderline like a faux pas. If you were pro-CCP in a public conversation, people would be like, so you, you like genocide? Yeah. So, you know, the common talking points would be like, so you like oppression? Yeah. So you like neocolonialism? Yeah. Right? And now... That's become so out of fashion that I think that pro CCP apologists need to find a way to make it cancel that. Yeah. To cancel anti CCP by saying sure. it's like Western imperialism. Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to move on. Um, yeah. Okay. Woolmouth Corner. This is where we get to talk about the haters and all their nonsense they get up to. Uh, the Woolmouths are, of course, the paid uh, internet trolls. They get paid 50 cent per comment they leave, apparently. True that. Mm. Yeah, or some of them do it for free. Those are called yeah. Zigang Wumao, which means like a volunteer, 50 volunteer cent. Wumao, yeah. Okay, so what do we got going on here? So I actually mentioned this in my last video. Um, mm -hmm. Not this specific instance, but I called it because there is... You remember when we were just talking about the crime about picking quarrels and starting rumors? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's a very blanket crime in China to really indict anyone that is against the government. Yeah, that's it's really super it easy yeah. because you can make it stick to anyone under any circumstance. Yeah. Literally anyone. Anyone. Someone yeah. leaves a comment online, you yeah. can get them for that. Someone yeah. talks in a WeChat group, you know, they can get them with that. There's that other one which is spreading rumors and something or other. What was that one? The, the one that they got Li Wenliang with? It's like um, um, social, like disturbing, disturbing harmony and spreading rumors, something like that. That's right. It's very similar. That's right. That's a similar kind of a charge. But basically, it means that the Chinese government can arrest anyone for any reason whatsoever, whenever they like. That's absolutely correct. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so what's the deal um, with this guy? Sorry, I just forgot to put something in the media pack. Do you think you can pull it up by itself when you get a chance? Oh, I, I just hit a ball sack by, the, by myself. Oh, that's okay. You can hit a ball sack. Hopefully, yeah. it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Anyway, so what uh, were you saying? I uh, was just asking if you have the ability to put something, um, a video on. Sure. Just okay, get cool. it up. On, just letting. Yeah. Just, just get it, it over bit, to the streaming machine. Okay. Cool. So this guy. Um, yeah. Let me get. Oh, him so back anyway, up there. so you bring yeah. it back to my video. I was talking about how they made it illegal to, you know, start rumors and spread things like that. Yeah. 
the same time, they're also making it illegal to start questioning uh, military endeavors, right? Uh, specifically, uh, casualties. If there is a wartime scenario with China, it's now illegal to question the official data surrounding casualties. Yeah, it's it's illegal to question or make uh, or start rumors about uh, the military capabilities of China. Right. That's why I made my video called "China Would Lose a War with the USA." Sure, sure. They have drank their own Kool Aid and they're trying a massive propaganda campaign to make sure that everyone in China believes that they would win a war. Mm. Right? They're really pumping up everyone for war. Yeah. Number two trying to get that propaganda to go outside and say, don't even bother standing up to us because we would win a war. Yeah, yeah. It's just so outlandishly false. Sure. Um, nobody wants a war. No, right? of course not. But we're going to let it get to that point if we allow China to continue to let it suck itself off. Sure, like sure. Words. Sure. Like that's, that's pretty much where we're at here. Yeah. Uh, the Chinese government has gotten so brazen and, and violent with their propaganda about fighting the U.S. and fighting the world. That's something I've always been a little worried about because when you've instilled so much nationalist pride in everybody like that and made everybody feel as if they're the most powerful, most the the strongest, you know, nation in the world and their military is the strongest, that might filter down to that pilot or that one person behind a trigger. That's the problem. You know, who then fires that first shot because he, in his mind, believes that he is the most powerful backed by the most powerful country and military in the world, and he fires that missile at that boat or that other plane, which he shouldn't do, and starts something. When you have such disassociation, like cognitive dissonance going on in China right now, where you've told your populace that we're going to war, Mm -hmm. uh, this is the final red line, America has really crossed the line this time, we got to take them down now, and then strategically in Zhongnanhai, like in Beijing, in these in these offices with yeah. actual leadership, sitting down going, of course, we're not going to do anything. Sure. That message, those wires can get crossed pretty damn easily. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yes, there's leadership and there's checks to make sure that stuff like that doesn't happen, but all you need is an errant person yes. that does not want to listen to those orders because they've been told over and over again that China's not going to take any more yeah, shit. Yeah, China will attack the next time this right. happens. So my point in my video was to don't let war happen. Yeah. Because China's pushing for war without actually going to, you know, they don't want to p- pull the trigger first, right? Yeah. But something might happen might. if you stoke a populace to the point where it's it's gotten out of control. Yeah, so who's this guy behind so us, by the way? this guy is a nuclear uh, researcher, right? Okay. Associate professor, sorry. Mm-hmm. Renmin University of China. He focuses on technical arms control, and including missile defense, nuclear strategy, and U.S. strategic stability. Received his Ph.D. in political science from Tsinghua, right? Yeah, Prior smart man. That, smart man. Yeah, he worked for six years at the China Aerospace um, Science and in- Industry Corporation as a missile engineer. Okay? All right. He previously held visiting fellowships at Harvard University, Dartmouth College, Stanford University, and Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT. He received... Uh, okay, so he's basically so now, a well... No, that's, that's where they got the nuclear stuff <laughs> from, is from <laughs> no. those internships. No, no, not, just kidding. I can't point fingers at this <laughs> guy. Just kidding. This guy, mm-hmm. um, what do you see here? What is, the, what is the message that translates to the bottom? It says, um, this user is currently banned for violating relevant laws and regulations. Now, why would so that be he, on his public Weibo page? So apparently he got arrested. I'll tell you why. Okay. He questioned China's ambition, nuclear ambitions. Okay. And I don't know a ton of details other than the fact that I called this, and we called this, that it's going to get more and more oppressive when talking about China's military capabilities. 
Because somebody that's an expert in the field is questioning publicly what's going on, and he got arrested for it. This is where we're at. I made the whole video about the nuclear uh, weapons. And, you know, the thing is, China's always kept it a secret. They've always been playing catch-up. They've always overstated their capabilities, as they do with everything in their military. I mean, look at that stupid hydrogen tractor we talked about last time. Good analogy. It's always like, let's put it out there. Look, we're so advanced. We've got a hydrogen-powered 5G tractor. Turns out it's fake. And it's made out of like cheap assets, 3D assets you can buy online. Yeah, exactly. It's fake. And they do that with the military stuff too. So they do that with, um, you know, oh, we have the strongest nuclear weapons. We've got a huge amount, blah, blah, blah. Nobody knows. And it's all a bluffing game. And China's very good at bluffing. And so they do that all the time. And it keeps people guessing. And it makes people fear them in case they do have. Because it's very easy for them to say... We've built like a huge stockpile of missiles and they're aimed at you and they're, yeah. you know, we've got them. And people wouldn't know because it's been so secret. No. They'll be like, no. oh, wow, better be careful. Right. Meanwhile, they don't have anything. I mean, I've noticed a huge problem with all. And I, I'm yeah. not one of these people that says, like, oh, stop consuming mainstream media. Sure. But I, I do see a dangerous trend right now that is really propping up China's military capabilities yeah. And it's not that you should just go poo-poo everything and say, oh, no. they, they're not dangerous. Oh, they but definitely have weapons. They have yes. nuclear weapons. Yes, have, in, in the wrong you know. hands is very bad, sure. right? That being said, when you keep saying China is so strong, China is such a big threat now uh, militarily, so we have to make sure that... Um, we're we're ready because like they've outpaced our you know air program or whatever and it's just nonsense yeah it's just statistically nonsense it's right in, yeah it's not possible for them to um, exceed a, a technology that they've copied correct in my, like they copy the technology they might so add they, bells and whistles yeah they definitely <laughs> do but they're not going they have to wait for you to invent the new thing to steal it in order to make it right but i was talking to someone the other day and again this is this is an anecdotal thing but i think it represents a lot of what why these things are happening in the in the media these headlines yeah and these articles is because oh what's the what's the what's the problem in saying that china's military massive military threat and that they've gotten so powerful and strong and so advanced what's the what's actually the harm in that because all it's doing is spreading awareness about that and i i agree with that to a certain Mm -hmm. extent but my issue is that it brings China to a negotiation table that they don't deserve to be at. Right. So when you become this massive, huge threat with all of this nuclear, uh, all this crazy advancement that you have in your in military capabilities, it makes the public uh, put in leadership. It makes the public vote on certain things. It makes leadership in think tanks and all that kind of stuff in other countries take China so seriously that it brings it to the negotiation table and say, okay, what do you want? Okay, yeah. what what can we do to make you not do that anymore? Yeah. Right? And that's my that's the danger in this. Yeah, I mean, right. I think it serves another purpose too, and that is to um ensure that there's more funding for the military here. Yeah. <laughs> you, you yeah, know, for sure. Like, I mean, there's Oh, look, there's such a rising threat. We better counter it. Let's put I more think money to I there's a two-pronged our... approach sure. there, right? But there yeah. but I think there's there's a big negative there. Yeah. I what I don't like is um the world taking China at face value. Okay, yeah, yeah, I don't like the that they're just eat up whatever the Chinese military puts out there, whatever the Chinese government puts out there, and it's propaganda. Yes, you shouldn't. You shouldn't just be like they say, "Oh, we're you know ready for an invasion in ten seconds. We can take over this or do that." And right. people actually believe that they yeah, shouldn't. I mean, that's the issue, right? They shouldn't believe any of that crap. You should just 
analyze it correctly. Use experts who know in the field, who know what's going on and figure it out. Right. But this Unlike is like the experts in the field, they get arrested. Yeah, this, this is very telling yeah, because if you is. can't even question uh, anything in the Chinese military, you can't question the losses, you know, no. um, this is what happens to you. This yeah. is not good. No. Yeah. Anyway. So how, how is that Wumao corner, by the way? Is he now a Wumao? Uh, no, it, that was Wumao tactics to silence him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What's going Wumau. on with this self-imposed censorship? So this is uh, it's actually from a really good account. This is an Instagram account. It's right. called International FCCP. Okay. Uh, I really like them, actually. I sent them a message the other day. Cool. Um, they do really good stuff, and I like their visual representation of hot-button issues that the Chinese government's doing. Okay, so what's this? Uh, so this is actually... It's one of those things that's a slippery slope. If we let this kind of stuff happen and without repercussion, yeah. then I think we're we're in for a really dark future because there's this AI tool called Midjourney. It's very yes, I've very seen crazy. it. It's, it's looking like Midjourney is going to put a lot of artists out of out of a job. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. You know, like I paid to get that little shoot the fish thing that I posted on Twitter, yeah. just to make fun of the Chinese military shooting fish. Yes. You know, I paid a couple hundred bucks to get that done. Right. right? But if I just had a mid-journey right. or whatever it's called, is it mid-journey? A mid-journey mid account. I could have just made it for free. You could have done it for free, and it probably would have been great. Yeah. Um, of course, there's a whole debate about whether it's got a human touch or not. But the point is, is mm -hmm. that I've seen AI get so good at this kind yeah. of stuff within a matter of months. Sure. Because of the nature of how it works, machine learning, it's yeah. compounding on itself all the time. Yeah. And what happened here was that... The very popular app here, Midjourney, they yeah. censored Jinping, which is Xi Jinping, like the yeah. leader of China, right? But it allows the names of other political figures. Yes. And that is very, very bad. This is not a Chinese app. No. I could understand if this is coming from Beijing. I mean, it's the yeah. pettiest little insecure government I've ever seen. Yeah. But this isn't North Korea. This isn't China. This is not a China-based app. Yeah, I want to read some of these things sure. here. So um, it says, Midjourney is a new AI art tool that allows people to generate artwork with text inputs. Their rules prohibit all PG-13 content. So obviously you can't put nudity or something like that in there, right? You can't write boobs or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. sure. But the word Jinping is also banned, while the name of other political figures are allowed. Okay, so for instance, someone said, I can make a picture of Vladimir Putin making out with, the, with Biden, but I can't make a picture of Xi Jinping. Tell me again how that's for PG-13 reasons. So the founder of Midjourney Mid said it is to minimize drama, stating that they did not want to deal with Chinese political satire. However, it effectively imposed self-censorship on all on a specific topic. I mean, I think that's that's terrible that the founder himself is saying, "Look, we don't want any drama, so we're not allowing Xi Jinping. We're not allowing they don't Jinping. Want any backlash. Oh, we don't want any drama, but they allow Putin. Yeah. So Russians don't matter to you then, right? Well, pro-Putin Russians. Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. Any, any political figure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's there fine. are tons of people who support Putin. Yeah, for sure. What about all the tankies out there crying yeah. in their milk right now? <laughs> yeah, Eating their breakfast cereal as comfort food under the blanket. They see a bad Putin picture, like a Putin gay picture or something, they cry into their no, They probably like that, actually. It's a fantasy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think gotcha. they probably have that on their wall. It's like a deviant art thing. Yeah, but they have themselves with Putin. Oh, that would be a tanky thing. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, the the fact of the matter it doesn't is even matter that the the <laughs> what's it called the tendency like what your sexuality is at that point. 
tankies want to be with an authoritarian. They do. That's honest. correct. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I mean, it's the, the fact that the founder of this fantastic new technology, which allows you to create anything, is so afraid of China right. that they censor on behalf of China. It's yes. like Hollywood all over again. It is. And that's the problem is that this is not a little... Uh, you know, a little fly in the ointment here. Yeah. AI and machine learning is massive. Yeah. And if something like this takes off and becomes the next TikTok or the next YouTube of AI art, mm -hmm. right? If you've banned one political figure from any sort of critique, you're setting a very dangerous precedent. And that's exactly what I saw on TikTok. When I got banned on TikTok mm -hmm. and I look around, the sheer amount of bans that go around for anything anti-CCP on American TikTok yeah. is causing a new generation of kids that use this app to not be exposed to criticism of the Chinese government. Yeah. That is a dangerous precedent to set. Well, let me read the actual comment from the founder. Okay, he says, I think we want to minimize drama and maximize the number of people with access to this technology. From that standpoint, Chinese political satire isn't something we want to have to deal with. So this is another way of saying we want a piece of the Chinese market yeah. and we're afraid that uh, we're going to get blocked and banned and, and uh, you know, not allowed. Right. Because if they allow you to make fun of Trump or something, which of course they do, or, yeah. you know, Biden, as you can see, you can have a picture of Vladimir Putin making out with Joe Biden. That's fine. Why aren't they worried about being blocked out of the American, uh, maximizing their reach with Americans? Right. Why or are wherever. they not, Or Russians or... Or any country. Yeah, why aren't they yeah. afraid of any of this? It's because China's the only government, has the only government that's petty enough to completely control its entire populace and say, this is now something that you're not allowed to do and you're not allowed to use. We're yeah. going to block you from using it. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. there's no freedom of uh, choice in China. Right. Go to the next slide there. Okay. Let's go to the next slide. It's really pissing me off, this kind of capitulation to the CCP. You know what? It really, really pisses me off, like you won't believe. Okay. So, so MidJourney runs on Discord, which it means technically it isn't even accessible in China. Yes. So they're not capitulating to a Chinese market. They're capitulating to government. Yes. That's the issue. If you want to go with your bullshit excuse about saying, oh, you don't want to piss off a very nationalist populace, I might even buy that. Yeah, you want them to be able to enjoy your, your, your product. Yeah. yeah, because like, you know, it'll piss everyone off, right? Yeah. But you didn't even do that because what this is is government pressure. They don't want a government going after them, telling them that something is bad and then causing a whole hoo-ha. Yes. Right? It says... As a leading AI art generator, its decision to please a specific regime is a dangerous precedent. That's what I said. Yes. In comparison, another leading AI art tool, DALI 2, this one I used the other day, imposed a complete ban on all political content and all realistic faces to prevent abuse of the tool, which at least shows a more unified approach. And I agree with that. If yes. you want to if you want to set a precedent so there's no political commentary, then yeah. you get rid of all of it. Yeah. It's got to be one of the two. I just threw this to Biggs here on the side. This yeah. is not AI. You just uh, this is the kind of stuff that they wanted this to stop. You yeah, know I mean? that that is not generated by AI. That's just a little bit of Photoshop there. That is the last actual known picture of Mao. Um, mm -hmm. He actually is in fact the emperor of <laughs> yes. the empire. He really is, isn't yeah. he? <laughs> kind of really looks perfect in that cloak. Yes, isn't he? This is the kind of thing that they would not allow on this uh, AI mid-journey thing. Yeah, we have to reach a point where. Com companies need to realize that um, 
They cannot capitulate to China. This is stupid. You know, if do you, do you really want to deal with this incredibly insecure nation? You know, and when I'm talking yeah. about, I'm talking about the governance here. Yeah. So insecure that you can't even poke fun at one of their leaders. Because if you can't poke fun at one of their leaders, um, means you can't poke fun at a lot of stuff. Yes. They they are going to control you. They're going to censor you. They're going to shape you. They're going to change you to the way that they want. So. Anything that's political that China doesn't like, even if it's got nothing to do with China, if there's something that they really don't like at the moment, yeah. which could be anything, could be yeah. something in a different country, it could be a particular person who they really don't like, True. like a dissident or somebody, yeah. or, or the Dalai Lama or something like yeah. that, they can now force your AI company to start censoring those things too. Turn you into a piece of shit CCP rent boy yeah. is what they'll do. Yeah. For and sure. that's all you'll be at the end of the day is a right. crappy company that had a lot of potential but is now in service of the Chinese government to the detriment of your users and to the detriment of the, the entire um, ecosystem that you grew in. The fact that you exist in the first place is because of the environment, the creative environment that you grew up in. And I'm not talking about the actual person. I'm talking about... This incubator that allows, this tech incubator that allows yes. this kind of creativeness is not something that is allowed in China. It's not something that can ever happen in China. It's something that happened in the West and it happened because of freedom of expression and freedom of creativity. Yeah. And you're cutting that part out on behalf of the Chinese government. You're, yeah. You are betraying yourself and you are betraying everybody who's worked on making this a thing. Yeah, it's way big, it's a bigger deal than than people might. If you had a cursory glance at this, like yeah. oh whatever, yeah, oh they're just being a bunch of wusses, yeah, right. No, it really does create a situation where going forward we avoid the uncomfortable topic of Chinese oppression, of mm. Chinese state oppression. Yeah, and then that further allows no one to know about it, and for the Chinese government to get away with what they're doing. Yeah. That's it's as simple as that. That's correct. Cool. So is that it for Wumao Corner then? I believe so. Okay, is that cool. For worldview. It is. So just just jump right into it, shall we? Yeah. Worldview. We'll do a big Q and A, guys. Worldview, where we talk about what's new in the world, specifically with regards to China. And today we have, ta-da, some dude and a and a Spider-Man poster. Can you explain? Yeah, I, I want to get his quote right. So okay, gonna, get his quote. I'm gonna pull it up. Um, I, I, you know, you'd want people, <laughs> you know, when people, you send someone something and then they say like, lol, or yeah. they say like, ha ha ha. Actually what's happening, because you want to picture them as like laughing, right? When sure. you send them a picture, like say you send a picture of like a, I don't know, a donkey kicking a dude. Okay. Right? I don't know. Like something that made you chuckle, right? Right, right, right. So you want to pass on that chuckle. Right. And then somebody replies like, lol. Yes. Or they pass on, or they send back, they send, haha. But actually, what you know happened was a small exhale of air just exited their nose, and that was it. Hmm. It yeah. was just like, you okay, know what I mean? sure. Like, there, were, there was no audible haha. Sure, sure. This gave me an audible lull. Like, okay. it wasn't just an exhale of, of air from you my actually nose. laughed. Yes. This, <laughs> you know how Hollywood is capitulating to the Chinese government? Yes. And the reason they do that is because 34 films from abroad are allowed each year by the Chinese government. They have a quota. Yes. And they only pick films that are going to be good for the Chinese populace. The, yes. the government dictates if something's allowed or what needs to be cut. By the way, if you want to know what all the other films that are played in the cinemas are, 
It's revolutionary, revolutionary fantasies. fantasies. <laughs> Pretty much. It really is. Yeah. Like the higher budget one. Yes, yes. So anyway, back to this. If you have a small quota of films, like 34 films, right? Yeah. You are naturally going to start by censoring the parts that you don't want to be exposed to your to your citizens. Yes. And that's how it started. When we first when we were first in China, you'd get movies that were just cut down. Yes. Kind of like watered down versions. And that's up to China. That's sure. that's a domestic issue, which I disagree with. But South Africa was issue. the same. When I was growing up, they used to censor films. Yeah, during the apartheid government, yeah, they were they super would, prude about stuff, right? They would certain films would be not allowed, right. like Lethal Weapon Two or whatever. Okay. You couldn't watch it. But then other films would be censored because it was a very sort of Puritan government, very yeah, Christian. Prude. And they would cut like lewd things out and sure. stuff like that and swear words and things. So with China, what mm. they would do is they would start by doing that. You'd get rid of sex scenes. You'd get and they got of rid of anything that might make China look bad. Or to make China look bad. But that's, uh, like I said, that was a domestic issue. Yeah. How this transpired was eventually they to just, get into yeah. the Chinese market, they would add scenes to make the Chinese government happy and then pre-censor yeah. In America, yeah. already getting rid of the stuff that's going to. So the Chinese censors would censored would no longer have to sit there and cut bits out yeah. because Hollywood would do it for them. Right, and I actually I had an interview with Chris Fenton, is a big Hollywood exec yeah. that, um, you know, had to deal with all this kind of stuff. Sure. And he explained all this stuff to me, but he also told me something very important as to why this this kind of stopped. And there's a reason. There's a recent shift. Because Hollywood realized that when you release films that are not capitulating to China, when you don't add those extra scenes in, when you don't compromise your own values for the Chinese government, you make better movies. Yes. And when you make better movies, you sell more tickets. And when you sell more tickets, you make more money. It's just blatant capitalism that saved the day here because Americans chose, and people around the world, chose to watch the movies more when they weren't capitulating so tastelessly Yes. to a foreign government, right? So you had a, an example like Spider-Man No Way Home, yeah. right? Where the demands had gotten so out of control yeah. from the Chinese government that they didn't want the Statue of Liberty, yes. a, an icon of the of the US. And never mind that Spider-Man, he's always, it's New York City. He's in New York City. It's kind of where it takes place. Yeah, that's where the Statue of Liberty is. You would expect it to make an appearance at least once. They said, no, if you want this to come to China, you get rid of the Statue of Liberty, they gave them in the middle finger, and they only released it in the markets that would allow the Statue of Liberty. All the markets and, that they used to release to before they yeah. started releasing in China, by the way, how they grew yeah. their companies and how Hollywood grew yes. in the first... Hollywood grew without China's yes. help. Yes. And guess what? They were fine. Yeah. In fact, it was the highest grossing movie, I, th- I believe, of all time. Yeah. Right. In the box office. Yes. So didn't need to capitulate. And that was a huge band-aid that was ripped off. A lot of execs are very, very happy yes. that they don't have to pander to the Chinese government Ch- Chinese Chinese government should be pandering to Hollywood. Right. Okay? Yes. If they want good entertainment yes. in China, they want to sell more tickets and get more people to sit in the cinemas, they should be going to Hollywood and saying, well, we really want to get your movies. You know, yes. yeah, we might censor them ourselves for our domestic market, but we want to get your movies. Not the other way around. Like, hey, you want to be a part of this yeah. huge corrupt system over here? Change your, your cinema tickets. And I'm telling you what, the Hollywood people get ripped off too when they sell t- uh, movies to China. Yeah, because, massively. Um, I'll give you one anecdote here. A real, I've told this before, but maybe not on this show. I went to go and see the Transporter 3, I think it was. Okay. Okay? I believe it was the Transporter 3. I went 
to a cinema in Coco Park, which is a very well-known cinema. And Coco Park's like really high end in, in Shenzhen. It's like in, you know, the big CBD area. And it's like the, the place to hang out, mm. you know. Go there, go to the cinema. Me and my girlfriend at the time, okay, two tickets to um, see the transport of three, please. They print out tickets for some other random movie, some Chinese movie, like another one of those like military war fantasy things, which they were showing at the same time, called like whatever, I Guo Jishin, whatever the hell it was, okay? They had just crossed it out with a pen and wrote Transporter 3, you know? And they gave me those tickets. And I was like, what's going on? I thought, oh, maybe there's a problem with their system or, you know, maybe they made a mistake. But later on, it turned out there was a lot of scams like this going on because the domestic numbers, the, the numbers for domestic films were so poor at the box office. No one wants to watch that shit. No one's going to go watch that war fantasy drama no. shit. You can see it on TV for free every day anyway. Yeah. Um, that what they would do is when you bought a ticket for another movie is they would enter, enter into their system that actually people bought tickets for this war fantasy drama. Print it out. Print it out for you. Give you the tickets for the war fantasy drama, but just like change it to say that it's Transporter 3 or whatever. So the Hollywood people weren't getting the money from those tickets anyway for a lot of stuff. Like huge amounts of fraud in the system would have defrauded money from the Hollywood uh, studios as well. Right. And so there's a lot of wake-up call. Yeah. And a lot of... Think about it though. Those domestic-made movies... They obviously had a quota of how much they're supposed to yeah. get because it turns out they were also like selling selling tickets um, to like retirees because, you know, retirees can get like free movie tickets and stuff in China. There is for like pensioners. They've got something along those lines um, and certain like veterans and things get it. So they would sell them, but actually they didn't give them to anyone. They just said that all these pensioners came to see that movie, but no one, sure. no one did. Yeah, that makes you sense. You know, so they would bring, you know, build up the quotas for the local movies and push the Hollywood ones aside. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, to, to the current story. Yes, sorry. What made Sidetrack. my... No, it's fine. This, this is good context for everyone. To... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To what made uh, me audibly laugh and not just expel yes. small amounts of air sure. through my nose. This is uh, Sun Yeli, and he is the, minister, or the vice minister of the Communist Party Central Committee's Publicity Division. Okay. Yes. So he goes out there and he he talks about uh, you know the the reaction to the Chinese government's uh, Chinese government's reaction to public things, right? Movies, music, stuff like that, right? He says uh, that he desires some more respect oh. to be shown from Hollywood to China. Okay. Okay. And he says that he desires. U.S. filmmakers to point out extra cultural respect in an uncommon public touch upon Hollywood's dwindling fortunes after the Asian nation shunned a sequence of American blockbusters. And here's the quote. Okay. We hope that the standard of American movies can proceed to be improved on the premise of respecting our tradition, customs, and viewers' behaviors said Sun Yeli. Mm. We will import whichever nations that make higher quality movies and movies which are extra appropriate for the style of Chinese viewers. Good luck. What are you so going to import? He said that he expects the standard of American movies yes. made in America for America yeah. to be produced on the premise of China. That's correct. And that's, that's what they expect. Like it's capitulation. I mean, it's a quote, though. Yeah. I died laughing when I was reading this. I was like, this is getting to the point where you drank your own Kool-Aid and there's nothing left, dude. Yeah, this yeah, is sure. ridiculous. Yeah. 
You pour two two bags of Kool-Aid powder in there. Sure. Your whole lips are, are you, orange. You drank it out. You took a piss back in that bottle. You drink in that. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? It's yeah. ridiculous. And I mean, look at what happened with Top Gun 2. Yeah. It capitulated. They capitulated in the yeah. beginning. They removed the Taiwanese flag. They removed the Japanese flag off of uh, Maverick's jacket yes of course it enraged all the fans because how dare you mess with like actual historical record like that yes you know but they were doing it this guy yeah wow anyway they luckily with the maverick 2 thing is they reversed that decision yeah probably because they were getting too much shit from china anyway yeah you know and they would have had to probably rewrite the whole thing true um so they were like, nah, we'll just go back to the... And it turned out to be like the best-selling yeah. movie ever or Here whatever. Here we go again. Yeah. Right? It's a lesson Here for Hollywood to learn is stop capitulating to China. Stop capitulating to straight-up piss drinker boy over here. China, yeah. Right. Just stop it because if you make a good enough product, which you've been making for decades and decades, you know, look, Hollywood's been the leaders uh, of films since whatever, the 30s and stuff like that, you know, the 20s, I don't even know. But if you keep making good stuff, you'll have a market. People will come to you. Don't don't capitulate to China. That's the worst place to capitulate to. It's full of censorship. Yep. It's incredibly insecure and sensitive and changeable all the time. Yeah. And they break their promises all the time, left, right, and center. It's the worst country to capitulate to. You know, they should right. capitulate to you. Right. Anyway, um, is that it in world news or do we have something else? Uh, Imagine telling Hollywood to take the Statue of Liberty out of a Spider-Man <laughs> movie. Did, yeah. They did though. Okay, what's this? This is the ambassador, uh, ambassador to the U.S. from China. Okay, Ching Gang. Ching Gang is you know very well known in this mm-hmm. whole field. But I just I loved the toned down response from the "We're gonna go to war with you, America. Don't you dare cross the line in Taiwan." Yeah, gonna, final red line. Final red line. You're gonna die. Yeah. So this is now. I want you to read his response now. Okay, he said, we noted that the U.S. military said they would have a military exercise or navigation again. I do call on American colleagues to exercise restraint, not to do anything to escalate the tension. If there's any more damage, China's, uh, if there's any more damaging China's territorial integrity and sovereignty, uh, sovereignty, we will respond. Can I say, Ching Gang, you're the ambassador to the U.S. from China, you should probably work on the spacing and the capitalization sure. and the grammar mm, here sure and i'm not taking a slight at that it's just that's probably your job yeah right but i would hope that the ambassador at least have a proofreader uh, yeah i would hope that the ambassador to china from the u.s had better chinese than me Absolutely. i would i would hope and so. proper chinese right. grammar and, yeah, and yeah. sensitivity sure it is a big. It is a big stay, uh, change, anyway. Yeah, it's very much less wolf warrior. It's it's almost bordering on diplomatic. Yeah, like, almost. Like, hey, we don't like this, but yeah. it's just that's the official statements they're putting out now, which I thought was a huge tone shift, which is pretty funny. That's yeah. Well, we've seen a huge tone shift. We've seen a lot of um, tourism stuff, pandas, yeah. that kind of thing. Yes. You know, what is this, by the way? Uh, so this is for Yamcha. Oh, it's for Yamcha. Okay, we'll bring that back in Yamcha then. Okay. Which is now. It is. It is, isn't it? It's time for Yumcha, guys. It's our Q&A section of the show. It's where we get to chill out, relax, have a good chat. I get to loosen my tie, which is always a nice thing after a long day's work here in the ADV office. And um, yeah, we get to answer your super chats. So how it works is if you're watching live, stick around with us and we'll have a little bit of a laugh. Um, you can watch on the weekend. On Monday, we cut it out of the show, but don't worry. You can always uh, rely on... 
watching it if you're a patron. Speaking of patrons, let's just quickly put that up there. We have this little show. It's called Shaban Ho. I don't suppose you put the teaser in, did you? did. You? That's what I was telling you to get. Oh, uh, have you put it on the thing? It's on the desktop. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to play something for you now, guys, which um, is super important. We're going to show you How a little teaser. How about while teaser. you get it ready, actually leave. Uh, oh, you won't be able to do that. No. You can do it easy, right? Where is it? What's it's it called? called uh, it's called Shaban Ho Clips. So just sort by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 7 Clips? Yeah, that's right. Knock okay. Me down, give me some money. Where is it? Knock me down, pay me. me. That's kind of weird. Give me a second, guys. I got to figure this out. Technical difficulties. Wait, this might work. Knock me down. There we go. Okay, Okay, it's going to work. All right, guys. Can you introduce the patron thing again so they know where to get it? No, we'll do it after. Okay, sure. Guys, this is a little clip from last week's Shaban Ho. For those of you who are curious as to what we get up to, it's kind of like a little VIP club. Knock me down. Give me some money. You knock me down. Pay me. Hey, oh, Tong Zola. What's that, Beijing? Wow, no shit. Yo. China's not so bad. If you think about our amendments and blah, blah. The thing is, it's fake. Inject the tiger with narcotics. It's orchestrated. Ooh, that just sounds made up. <laughs> There's no compassion. Liverpool, who wants to be in a pool of liver? Crimes against nature. So a tacky, gross-looking thing. It's like a slur you call someone when you're drunk at the pub. Like, that is the coolest name of a team I've ever heard. Yeah. Crystal yeah. Palace. It's like the biggest greenhouse ever. <laughs> be in a dirty parking lot. Okay, I won't kill you now. Uh, it'll be on the side of a main road. Um, they can make sure you're not playing with yourself. In piles of dirt. Yeah. Why would you play with yourself? No, I'm just joking. It's in piles of dirt. These are borderline shamata. The striker from Crystal Palace is coming. And he was pumped. Photos. Like right in your face. Yeah. No, he's not. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, he is. We got caught out. We got caught out. And she looks really, really like death. My, my hands out. smell like death. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He's a shamata, you can see. I, I, we unexpectedly have shamata footage. But you go and you have drinks and you relax and yeah, whatever. It was miserable. It's right. just trucks. Chinese snacks are awful. They're the worst. They breakfast Those and snacks things. are just crap. Excellent. Well, guys, can't wait to see you next week. Okay, so yeah, that was Shaban Ho. Every Monday, guys. Yeah. If you are part of the Shaban Ho tier, it is a patron exclusive um, show. Please join us if you have the means to do so. We absolutely have a great amount of fun. It's a very small little VIP sort of a club. Mm-hmm. So We um, chat with you guys, but it's also, we do a topic first and then we do a chat. And yeah. it's usually about some unseen story that we have from China or at, uh, really anything. Like, uh, yeah. for example, our, this week's show coming up, we're going to do a bunch of uh, Chinese snack take taste tests. Yeah, so we've ordered a crap load of obscure and well-known Chinese snacks from China. Yeah. Uh, we got them from China. We're going to be eating the ones that we used to eat and mm-hmm. then kind of ranking them, rating them. A lot of them are terrible and gross. Yes, yes. So if you are uh, if you have the means, yeah, join our patreon.com slash ADV podcast sure. uh, at the Xiaoban Hotel, and we'd love to see you there. Yeah, looking forward to it. Anyway, let's get on to the Q&A. Uh, yes. So, well, I want you to put up the the thing. What thing? Remember the thing? Oh, that thing. Xiaoban, huh? Sure, I'll get the thing. Because people will probably need to sit on it for a little bit. Okay, do you mind uh, if I... Actually, what? Well, just just before we put on the thing, there's one other thing I just wanted to see. What do we got here? There's one other little thing I wanted to play for us all over here. If I can find it. Yes, okay. Just before we do, I think there's one more thing I need to show everyone one more time here. <clears throat>
I gotta, I gotta say that that whole like pin in the mouth That's thing. That's amazing. Yeah, because we'll have to show you that whole. Yeah. At some point, we'll actually show you that whole clip because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. It's just like uh, a little whoop. Uh, how how plausible do you think that is? By the way, that's zero percent chance you'd have any sort of force behind that pin. Yeah, I mean, it's literally just gonna go. It's just gonna ding, plop ding. out of your lip. You probably cut yourself. Yeah, she's like, you know, she's yeah. like, ding, like spitting at sunflowers. Yeah, even if you took a pin and you like threw it at someone, it wouldn't do shit. And that. The chances of it hitting my eye, no. you know, and it wouldn't penetrate the no, eye. No, it, it would bounce just bounce off. off. Yeah. Like, ow, that kind of yeah. hurt. Ow. Yeah, it'd be like, oh, what's this? A little, little uh, fly, you know? Ow. Yeah, anyway, just thought that was kind of funny. Um, uh, yeah, so put up that uh, thingy. That little, l- that little emoji thing that you had. Where is it? Why is it not there now? There it, it is. is. Okay, let me um, get us out of there or get us so in the corner. Is what from, is this? This is from Forsaken Campaigns. This is on our subreddit. Okay. Uh, Reddit.com slash r slash ADV China. Right. And uh, he put up a puzzle. That's a riddle. Right. Um, and if you can figure this out with emojis, then you are a true The China Show fan. I wanted to do it with you. I haven't looked at the key yet. Okay. I only looked at the first one, which was very easy to Chinese figure Chinese ox. Chinese ox, number one. We'll get. I wanted to give everyone a, cha- a couple of seconds to look at it. but Okay. Um, what, what did you get for number two? That one looks pretty Dear easy. Dear Wong. Dear Wong, definitely. Dear Wong, uh, a famous CCP beautiful beauty as we call them <laughs> sure. ccp beauty i guess we call them yeah uh third one that's my name of course sea milk mm-hmm. yeah i actually didn't didn't get that it sounds oh, okay. like a wave cup gotcha okay. number four is quite easy yeah serpent's Serpent ZA. ZA. uh if you guys didn't know za is the country code mm-hmm. for south, south africa, africa yeah so. uh five what is this i don't know c nine none well like may c may none what is that Probably. Like okay, sheep, sea sheep, oh lamb, probably clam man. Oh clam, clam man. Oh clam, clam man. <laughs> I like that. Oh, let's uh, let's do a little. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, like clam that. man. What is uh, this? What is this next one? Number six. Looks like uh, uh, it's like an old old man with a. I don't know, man. Like a that one I don't get. It's like a syringe. It's an old man, a syringe. Doctor, and what's, what's the third one? I can't see that properly. I can't see it either from here. It's just it's tough. The, the the last character is like a weightlifter. So mm. yeah, I'm gonna pass on that one. Seven, uh, six. I don't know. Number what about six. seven? Okay, number seven. On gear, hot. warm. Yes, it's an Anger warm. Yes. Oh, that's a good one. That's good. yeah. Okay, and then we got um. Boat, or probably row. Row row a row row um boat boat a I don't know. Aurora. All right. Aurora. 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 Yeah. Okay, French kiss. What about this? Yeah, it is. T I don't get what this one is. T hat hat blood that probably that, right? Oh yeah, that. That hats. That's blood. Oh, that's Something bloody sorry. outrageous. That's bloody that's outrageous. outrageous. It's gotta be right. Yeah, it's gotta be. That's bloody yeah. outrageous. I guess um, outside, out. Yes. So it's like an outside town. Outrage, yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. It's bloody outrageous. <laughs> That's pretty good. And then what's the last one there? It's like... Uh, Deutschland, so Germany. Ger- Germ- German kangaroo. kangaroo yin-yang. I don't get the last one. German kangaroo yin-yang. I don't see if anyone gets... So we're missing six and nine. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to see. Uh, hold on. Let's just leave it up. I'm going to go through the chat. I'm sure the chat has figured it out. Okay. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. It's a sloth ball sack. I don't see any ball sacks, do you? Bold, maybe bold. Bold. Oh, bald. I don't think so. Who can tell? I'm looking at the chat now. Who can figure out six and and challenge the chat bonus round? Yeah, challenge. Who can figure it out? Hmm. German, Austrian, something. Six is ball sack. Everyone keeps saying six is ball sack. Must be ball sack. Gotta be ball sack. I guess. Oh, no, it's Old Doc Slothington. Oh, there we go. Yeah, Tom. Because <laughs> it's, it's Old a, Doc Slothington. It is. It's Old Doc Slothington. Old Doc, yeah, yeah, friend of the channel. That makes sense. Old Doc so Slothington. So the only, only one we can't get is the bonus challenge. Yeah, the bonus challenge. Which? No idea. Yin Yang. Yin Yang? Yin Yang? Like peace, maybe? It can also be peace. Yeah. I don't know. I can't figure out the, the bonus. We'll, we'll come back to it, though. Yeah. All right. Okay, cool. Next question. Uh, what do we got here? That was a nice little interactive thing. I like. Yeah, that was, that was put fun. that together. It's fun. Yep. Uh, Dude Bub says ZDF from Germany recently filmed a documentary about torturing Uyghurs in Xinjiang. Guess mm. who I spotted in the background dancing? Oh, I wonder who. You think it was either German guy, the famous from the German eyes? Yes. Or was it the old man? Oh yeah, could have been the old Uyghur man. Probably it could have been. There's so many. Of those repeat characters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Who's next? I'm trying to th see here. Oh, the, the last one is, people are saying is GR, like Germany. Yeah. This one. And then Rue, like great. They're saying it's, it's not. Great. It's not great. Great. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, because I don't know what the, I guess it, Eight? No, that's not. No, eight. That doesn't make any sense. No. Nope. Oh, what? <laughs> it's what's the country? <laughs> what? It just dawned on me. I didn't look. The, yeah. No one said it yet. Uh, what's the country code of of Germany? I don't know. Gr? No. Gb. It's dot de. Oh, right. de. And what's Derucci? It? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chi. It's chi. Yeah. Yes, Derucci. <laughs> it's Derucci. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. That's, Dirk, that was Dirk good bonus round. Yeah, Dirkwa. Yeah, Dirkwa. Mm -hmm. uh, miserable failure says do you guys see the video of the fish getting tested for covid and shaman yeah we've shared that kind of stuff before like a million times yeah do this it's for ages. stupid they test rocks and they test truck tires right. yeah i mean truck tires truck tires the thing's been driving on a dirt road yes. and you're gonna go test that truck tire yes what's the point yes so yeah they test everything it's just a show it's just to say look how great we are we're so thorough we test everything Right. It's dumb. You're not going to find COVID in a fish's mouth. It, they don't have lungs. Yeah, I'm just going to throw this out there. Fish don't have respiratory no. systems. So, no. hmm. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. Yeah. It's Hample says, I think China has still hasn't lost that nervousness about its weaponry being similar to Soviet in origin. And after watching a similar invasion, they might be more nervous about Taiwan getting javelins. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. Jack Gray, uh, glad to catch the show live again. When will Joe Rogan have you on a show? He's, not, he's never going to do that. We were upvoted yeah. on like the show request forum thing so high, and I think someone said he doesn't. I don't do requests or something like that. So. Oh, weird. I don't know. I don't. I don't know enough about that. Yeah, remember back in the day. Yeah, yeah. You know, when people tried to get us on there, Ava Ray. We know people that have been on the show personally. Yeah. Uh, Ava Rayher, do you think that the CCP might start a stronger crackdown on anime? 
looking at Chinese games, it looks like J- Japanese cultural influence is very strong in, in China. Yes. Uh, Genshin Impact being a prime example. The CCP must hate this. No, I, I think they're commandeering it. I think yeah, they're, what they can make it their own. Yeah, what they're doing, and they're quite successful at doing this, is by taking something over and claiming that it is Chinese anyway. Yeah. Just like they did with the traditional Korean outfits, remember, during the Winter Olympics? Yeah. And Korea was pissed off. Like, people in Korea were like, that's not a Chinese outfit. That's our traditional Korean stuff. Sure. And they're like, no, it's been Chinese since ancient times. So, you know, yeah. they'll probably say anime's been Chinese since ancient times or something one of these days. That's right. Yeah. Oh, someone said lungfish. And actually, I have a very strong <laughs> affinity for air, oxygen and breathing fish. Right. I'm, you know, I'm, I don't know if anyone knows, but I'm massively into aquariums. Yes, you are. Um, so, yes. But that's not a mammal. They are not mammals. No. So they will not have COVID. Sure. Uh, remember dead seafood air? Yes. Dead seafood air, man. <laughs> Abraham <laughs> Elvira says, sorry, but that robot is QAF. <laughs> El Lamao. Yeah, it is. Yeah. The, the, the RPG robot dog. Robot. Yeah, yeah. Koala 1203, greetings from my current mission abroad, uh, aboard the Aurora. Oh, excellent. He's currently doing a special reconnaissance mission over, over the, the port, port of, of Dandong. Shipping hub, south. Still didn't make his own, boy. No, yeah, I've been so lazy. I was putting together that stupid resistance fantasy, whatever it is. I gotcha. You no, know? we gotta, just got to remember that. It's yeah, both yeah, of our responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Ultra Prime March, good morning from Japan. Hey, morning. Uh, here's Ohio ten, gozaimasu. Uh, here's 10 bucks from an apology, in an apology from my random world war z zombie china rant last week maybe suffering from my own case of projection oh a little bit of projection uh life imitating art and all that no worries no worries man uh xiang says good morning from singapore techie rachel miss wow is actually really hot just an fyi hey it's if that's your thing dude um yeah look one thing you've got to watch out for is that her like many other presenters and chinese you know, state presenters use face filters. Mm. So she actually doesn't look like that. Um, even maybe without it, he, it's her, it's his time. Maybe. I'm just saying, don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. Try to see a candid picture and then make up your mind. <laughs> Good company, that. <laughs> yeah, it is. Walter Deadman, uh, they made a toy dog with an airsoft rifle mount. Sweet. Where can I get a few? Um, yeah, man. <laughs> Russell Thander says, despite having serious border dispute with a, uh, and hatred, Russia has assured China with military help for Taiwan's invasion. How, do, how strong do you think that alliance is? Uh, uh, it's strong enough that when it's convenient. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Joshua King, Ghost City, meet Ghost Bridge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How well said. Jonathan Case, I showed my Chinese wife uh, video from China, uh, from my, my wife's old video of you eating Muslim food at the mall. She said that wasn't real Muslim food because it shouldn't be oily. That's what makes no sense at all it was made by uyghurs yes. at a uyghur restaurant and we've been to uyghur restaurants only for uyghurs and what the about food is very oily. how about like lanjo food it's oily it's muslim too it's oily it's super have you ever oily. had central asian food it's oily yep have you had middle eastern food it's oily. I mean, look, that's that's um, that's a, a problem um, that you find in China. Not to slight your wife or anything, but yeah. it's very compartmentalized, and people have a very set idea of the world without actually understanding it in China. That's just such a wrong assumption. To say that Muslim food's not oily. What? 
I mean, first of all, what is Muslim food? That's, did that's the food it. go to mosque? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Anyway. Yeah. yeah, 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 just, yeah it, it is very compartmentalized. It is so. in, uh, in China. They always yeah. say that. That's why you can always catch up <laughs> scammers is when they're trying to tell you about like, uh, like I caught out that one scammer who was pretending to be Korean. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, yeah, I, I love Korea. And she's like, yes, Korean food is very nice. Korean barbecue. And that's what everybody in China thinks Korean people only eat that because yes. it's the most popular thing. Yeah, quite you literally know? everyone is corroborating that Middle Eastern food is incredibly oily. It's oily. And Central Asian food and Western Chinese food. Yeah. Anyway, maybe your wife just doesn't have a lot of experience with different kinds of Muslim food. And she's only ever had one type of Muslim food, which is like a dry naan bread or something. Islamic country food yeah, yeah. Sure. by the way naan bread is freaking awesome it is i used to buy the crap out of that from those lanjo or you know Uyghur restaurants or whatever wherever they you know muslim restaurants they'd have the little you know thing what it's oily naan bread's not oily <laughs> it is you get no just a dry bread. one. Oh, you got the dry one i like those you know remember like we used to the... make pizzas out of that because you can't oh, get yeah, pizza bases yeah, you yeah, know that i'm sure. talking about the big one for sure it's super nice you it's got what? little pinholes in it everywhere like yeah those are good um mm. i know what you're talking about now yeah. You know, you get the fried ones too. You've had those, yeah, yeah, right? for sure. the cheese in it. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. It's oily. Yeah. And oily. also the um what's it called? You get the lamb kebabs, yes. right? It's oily. It's oily. Yes. What about the noodles? They're the, oily. They're oily. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Ask, ask her about lanjo lamian. Um cuz you know that always comes in like a little oily broth. Yeah. So ask her about lanjo lamian cuz lanjo lamian's Muslim. Yeah. Also the uh What's it called? Um, da Panji. Yes, Da Panji is oily as fuck. <laughs> it's the fucking it's oil like you could, you could like create the Exxon Valdez oil, oil spill <laughs> yeah. if you just turn that plate <laughs> yeah. over in the sea, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, anyway, let's carry on. Yeah. I love, I love uh, Western Chinese food. Yeah. I shouldn't say Western. I just love Uyghur food. Yeah. Uh, the random guy. Oh, Flo, thank you very much. The random guy. Uh, FYI, Whigs are Haram in Islam. And since they have the same prophets as in Judaism except Jesus and Muhammad. I'd say it's not, uh, it, it is haram, not kosher for Jewish people as well. Maybe an alternative to veil. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I know a lot of you know, very orthodox Jewish people wear wigs. There's, the women have to. They're not allowed to show yeah. other men their real hair. I know in South Africa, I did some IT work for... Oh, for very, sure. Hasidic Jews. Yeah, Hasidic sure. Jews. They, they're like, not allowed. To, you're not allowed to see their hair, so they have to wear wigs. Yeah. Which is kind of bizarre, but whatever. You know, yeah. different religions. Um. Right, strip matter. What's your favorite memory of China for a good mood? I don't. I can't pinpoint things, but I miss stuff all the time. Oh, I was thinking about one. I was reminiscing the other day. So oh, it was actually that music, mm -hmm. that music that I put in the intro. Yeah. Of uh, of that thing. Uh, yeah. What is her name again? Yeah, Guo or something. Yeah, Guo is the singer, right? Mm -hmm. And she's one of my favorite traditional singers. She's mainland. Okay. Which is rare yes. for me to like mainland music. This. She's got a beautiful voice. My right. point is, is that I do have memories of um, driving around in the countryside with my father-in-law, and we popped on the CD, and it was a ni really nice day, and the sun was going down and stuff, and we were going to the, these little fishing villages around Guangdong. It's mm -hmm. just a nice memory I had. Yeah, and then he got shattered by this guy. Yeah, he, he called me a dog shit little Jeff, not my father-in-law, this guy. Yeah, he came, came out, out, of out of nowhere. nowhere yeah. Ripped me out of the car, called me a dog shit little Japanese ghost, and yeah. the whole mood is spoiled. It was completely spoiled. Sucks. Uh, yeah, favorite memories for me is always surrounding people. 
Um, yeah, sure. And uh, it's sort of random acts of hospitality, hospitality and kindness yeah. and things yeah. like that. That's what I'm talking about. We were going to these little villages and they're always super nice. And he was uh, helping translate a little bit because he could speak like the local Hakka dialect and mm-hmm. stuff. And then he would tell me in Mandarin what was saying. And we yeah. were just having a great bonding experience. And that music brought that memory back. I just thought that was a nice one. Yeah. Joseph Kim, I heard that Chinese use of vernacular characters use vernacular characters throughout China. I wonder, do you see these throughout China and how extensive is it? Uh, oh, you're saying like, yeah, like certain characters phonetically will be used for different dialects around yeah. China for sure. I used to see that up in uh, Inner Mongolia. Yeah. Um, I'm not super well-versed in that. You know, like I don't, the nuances of dialect characters, I probably would recognize when I was there, not yeah. so much anymore. Sure. Uh, Ness Adi, Matt, Check out the comment in last week's show for the full story from Super Chat last week. Oh, I will. I've, I'm assuming you mean uh, in the patron post, right? Uh, test Testy. That's, sounds like testicle. <laughs> Testies. Yeah. Uh, random username. Where do where do you find? Sorry. Where do they find the time to show war dramas? It's got to compete with important footage from Port of Dandong. We <laughs> yeah. need to make a sound. No, we will. We will. Let me write it down for the show notes for one twenty. It's got like an eagle scream, but it shows ducks or whatever. Yeah, Port of Dandong. Yeah. Uh, sound bite. Yeah, it has to be done. Yeah, we be, will. It will we'll, be done. It now. will be done. Thy will be that done. will be done. On yeah. earth is it is in heaven. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then you could have some daily bread. You could have some daily yeah. non bread. Which is it's better forgive some trespasses at the same for sure, time. For sure, be forgiven. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's carry on. Except for <laughs> except for this guy. This guy turns up. You kick him off your property. Okay. Can Do we you... get that as a sound? <laughs> I'm sure we can. This this really annoying guy. Dog shit, little Japanese ghost. Yeah, <laughs> that's going in the sound bite. Yeah, it's gotta be. Anytime there's like. Uh, like slander against Japan, that's coming up. Yeah. Or seriously. actually, anytime there's slander against anyone, that's yeah. what comes up. That can surpass nationality. Sure. And just remember, okay, you better wait until nightfall because grandpa's going to come. <laughs> you better watch out. Grandpa's going to come find we, you. We laughed at that more than the chat did. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, dude. Grandpa's going to come find you. Imagine yeah. you're surrounded by, like, doesn't matter what nationality. Yeah. Imagine, soldiers. like, I'm, I'm surrounded by 30 Russian soldiers, yeah. right? Yeah. Sworn enemy of America, right? Yeah. I'm on my knees. And I got hand, I got handcuffs on. They're about to shoot me, and I go, "My grandpa's gonna come devour you. You better watch out. My grandpa's coming." Can you imagine that? Yeah. Like, they never. I feel like the writers didn't put themselves in that context. Yeah. No one would ever say that. No, no. Yeah. Better be careful. Grandpa's gonna come find you. Oh man. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't mind if you played that that one part. Oh, I guess we can. We'll play that quickly. Let's. You gotta play this part first. Yeah, I'll I'll get it back. You gotta gotta get that we'll start uh, yeah do the start intro. start from Classic. the intro okay here we go one more time You know, there's something I've noticed a lot in these uh, these war drama things, by the way, these war fantasies, is the Japanese um, soldiers always, like, really have to identify as Japanese. Yeah, yeah. They have, like, oh, the Japanese the flags on yeah. their rifles. Yes, they do, right? You know, 
that kind of thing. I'm wondering how accurate that is, by the way. Wouldn't they have had the Imperial like Rising Sun flag? Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, of course they would have. It's Imperial Japan. Yeah, they would have had the like that flag. You know what? It's probably banned. It's probably banned. You're probably not allowed to show that. <laughs> That's probably what's yeah, going on. Yeah, they'll probably get into here. trouble if they show that. Yeah, I love it. this Yeah. So happy. Grandma Goo. Grandma Goo is hot for being a grandma, by the way. Yeah. She's looking to fight. Oh, yeah. You know, grandmas are what? Usually like 70? Yeah, she's she looking looked, great for 70. She's like 30 something. Yeah, maybe 70, forty. Grandma. Yeah, right. She's maybe thirty-six. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, um, shall we continue? Yeah, let's continue. Sorry, getting uh, sidetracked here. My <laughs> uh, case closed ninety-three said my friend had to listen to war fantasies while getting dental surgery in China. I mean, that's actually a guarantee. You know Dude. where these used to play all the time? Yeah. Shamato would be watching them when I cut my hair. Yeah, yeah. And it's not because they love them; it's because it's, it's the only thing on TV. Yeah. I've got footage, and I'm going to, next week, uh, in, in the intro to it, I'll show you the footage I've taken. I got this great scene where uh, an, an old uncle is watching one of those things on one of those Lauren yeah. G's, you know? Yeah. It's like a red, red line, yeah. little red TV that you buy every... Is it a color one or a black and white one? Uh, it's color. Oh, okay. It's like real low tech that they sell yeah. for old people in It looks China. like an Etch-A-Sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That type of thing. And he's watching it on the street. And like, I was just filming this because I thought this is good from behind. And like, as the tank commander or whatever shoots some Japanese, he's like, yeah. He's like, <laughs> uh, he's actually like super excited. He's like, yeah. We'll put him in the next clip. Definitely. Yeah, yeah next, definitely. Uh, yeah, it's so funny. fantasy. Yeah, we'll episode do Episode two. Yep, yeah. episode two. Uh, possible person. Fades looking snatched. Shirts tailored. Our two handsome hosts bringing the facts tonight <laughs> without a single lamb fetus in sight. Yes, correct. You no lamb fetus today. It. No lamb fetus because we've already finished it. Yeah. <laughs> Hit our it's horrendous. Yeah. Marit's mm. trip matter. Chinese Enya actually sounds good, though. Chinese Enya. <laughs> no, her yeah. voice is beautiful. And actually, I like her songs. They're not Gong Chan Dong songs. Yeah. She's actually a lot younger than I thought. She's uh, born in 1983. Was I, thought she was, I thought she was one of those like old singers. Sounds so like it. Yeah, she's about Sounds like age. what grandma would listen to to me. Yeah, but it's soothing. Right. Uh, Wing 083. Like, for example, that's a religious Buddhist song, right. which is rare for a mainlander to do that kind of sure. stuff. You know? Listen uh, to it on the wireless, You know, pull out the old record player, you know, gramophone, listen yeah. to that. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Grandma Goo coming yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> Grandma Goo's coming. Yeah, Grandma Wait. Goo's coming to town. Yeah. Wings, you better watch out though, because Grandpa. When yeah, he's he comes, gonna, don't want him to come find me at night, Grandpa. He'll devour to, us. We need to. Wait, what? That just sounds so bad. <laughs> that yeah, sounds he's, he's, out of context. Yes, even in context. Yeah, it's bad, man. Grandpa's gonna. It's like a silang, you know. He's gonna. He says silang. Yes. In Chinese, it's silang. Sorry, there, yeah. our Chinglish is coming out. Yes. Silang is yeah. a. Color wolf. How yes. would you explain a color wolf? It's a pervert, basically. Yeah, he's like but hanging he's, in he's the a, bushes. He's a like... colorful wolf. Yeah. They also have a sugui, which is the same thing, which is a colorful ghost. Yeah. Which basically just means a pervert. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like a pervert, like a creepo. Yeah. Yeah, so grandpa's a real sulang. He's yeah, a color yeah. wolf. Yeah, he comes and devours all the men at night, you know? <laughs> you know what would be great, mer like, long-term merch? By the way, update for Anger Warm merch. Yeah. I'm, I'm currently dealing with the company right now. Oh, good. We're dealing with... Uh, Trying to manipulate the picture slightly to get it to work on a black T-shirt. Sure. You know that's more popular. Yeah. So, so that people can have a choice between black and white. Mm -hmm. um, permanent merch, 
an artistic representation of a color wolf yes. would be fantastic. Yeah, make a, a note. Silang. Make a note. I would, that would be, because Chinese people would die laughing if they saw Silong, the yeah. characters. And it'd be like a color wolf. Yeah, a colorful wolf, yeah. That'd be something funny to wear. Yeah, I think that's a good merch. You know something, a, a t-shirt that I made years ago, I still wear it all the time. Like I, I made a bunch is that Lao Niu Chen Cao t-shirt, yeah. which means, you know, old cows eat tender grass. Yes. Which is a very well-known saying in China, which basically means like old men prefer young women. Yeah. Like young it's girls. Super creepy. Yeah, it's kind of creepy, but it's not creepy in China. No. It's normal thing to say. And so yeah, like yeah, even, yeah. even when yeah. I wear it here in the States... I've had lots of people like Chinese it's people funny. and Taiwanese people like have a laugh and like yeah. talk to me about it. And like, you right. know what that means, right? You know, yeah, that type of thing. Super fun. Um, mm. I just am looking at my show notes here. And yeah. it, out of context, if someone were to see this, it says Port of Dandong, <laughs> dog shit little Japanese ghost color wolf. Yes, nice. I actually made a, one of those t-shirts I made is like, wolf should salang. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm one talking of my about it, it should be like a, like a, traditional chinese like representation of a silang yes yes like yeah. an old you know those old chinese paintings that i like where yeah. it's like a bow and it's like mountains and stuff it should yeah. look like that okay i think it good. would look really yeah. cool but it's a silang mm. color wolf versus david lopan says color wolf versus salt pork hand yes. Ham yeah exactly Ham is a cantonese one yeah. uh in, in yeah. mandarin uh Sao means like a Salty, salty pig pork, hand. pork hand. Because uh, it's doing jushou, salty things, you know. Jushou, yeah, jushou is yeah. a dish in China. Actually, yeah. I, I like it. And it's in Germany as well. Yeah, uh, pig's feet, right? Yeah. And the Cantonese version is if you have a salted one, a salty pig hand is yeah. what you call it. It's a slur. Yeah, yeah. it's what you salty call salty pig a hand is a pervert. And it's not a pervert. It's someone that touches. It touches people. Yeah, yeah. Jian Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a pervert. Well, yeah. You know, it's a specific thing, though. It's a guy that touches. Yeah, like I'd a, say a color a wolf is more like know? he's like peeking behind a bush. He's going like, Ooh, <laughs> like you. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. That kind of stuff. It's all kind of the same. A groper is Jian Zhu Shao. Those are very different beasts. Yeah, sure, sure. These, these could be a mythical beast too. A salt yeah. pig hand. Yeah. He is touching women on the bus. Like for example, yeah. I remember my wife got groped on the bus. It was horrible in China. Yeah. yeah. And she came home and told me that. Uh, Hamjusao touched her, and yeah. I was so freaking mad. Yeah, she made a public thing about it and embarrassed the shit out of him. Most people didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, salty pork hands. Got to watch out for them. Salt pig hand. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like to call it a pork hand. I know I, it, it makes more sense, but salt <laughs> just, pig hand actually touching just you sounds... with pork. Yeah, <laughs> you know the yeah. You know yeah. the salt pork hand. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> the great helms. Yes, yes. Definitely for mm-hmm. sure. Um, if they ring wing zero eighty three says if they made uh, them to be satirical and treated it like a Bollywood movie, it could work. But the fact that they want it to be taken seriously, is so yes, bad. That's a good yes, one. these uh, revolutionary yeah, the fantasies. revolutionary fantasies they are they're they're dead serious, they're deadpan. Yeah. Like oh, we're struggling so much, you know, and we're so like chukwu and you know yeah, all like, that kind of oh, crap. How shinkua. Like, look at us, little ragtag bunch of prisoners now going to beat all the Japanese. Is that one That's the issue. where three prisoners kill 300 Japanese yes. um, guards in a prison to escape? Yeah. That kind of crap. That's our issue. Yes. Uh, Walter Deadman, make a clip of that laugh. That could also be, you know when, the, you know when shows have like, uh, because we need to add stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, we got tons. Man. Don't worry. No, but the laughing guy, imagine that as like a, a like instead of a lull or a funny yeah. moment, like a laugh track. It's we, like, ah! we have unlimited, infinity amount of this kind of stuff. Yes. That was one little was clip. One. Don't you worry. More yeah. is coming. Yes. There'll be better stuff. 
There, there will be. But mm-hmm. That's good too. Yeah. Jeffrey Holmes. So I donated to Winston's beer last week, and this one's from Matt. Thank you. No yeah. dragoning explanation needed. Cringe <laughs> Chinese war shows. Yes. yes. I think you mean revolutionary fantasies. Yeah, revolutionary fantasies. They are just fantasies. Remember, none of this stuff ever took place. There was never a situation ever where, like, one Chinese peasant killed a platoon of Japanese people with a rock or whatever. You know? Or yeah. I saw one dumb one with this woman who used a bow and arrow, and she, like, shot but it's split into like multiple bow and arrows like multiple arrows or whatever and shot like 10 japanese people at one time you know heavily armed japanese troops every time anyway yeah chinese ox oh don't want to see that yeah sorry i've been quiet lately just finalized my divorce with sina she wasn't a who she was a hoe (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 oh well you know what are you gonna do what are you gonna do? <laughs> Not my words. <laughs> no. Chinese Ox is a crass piece of shit. Yeah. It has nothing to do this show. I need to put like in the subtext does not endorse Chinese Ox. Yeah. I kinda uh, do though. That was funny. <laughs> but he says women, eh? Yeah. I wanna hang out with cool dudes like you. Tell me where you live and I'll come over. That's all right. Stop yeah. trying to find us. Yeah. We Chinese will hide. Ox, you we will hide. Psycho crazy beast of a man yep um but love love having him as commentary but geez he scares the shit out of me oh yeah and probably let's not call we don't know if anyone's a who or a how on these parts we don't know well he does he married her in minecraft apparently yeah Yeah. uh samuel boyd my japanese wife has recently become a fan of yours oh sweet and we wanted to show our support thank you very much she also wanted to show uh, to know about your opinion about whether Japan should change their pacifist constitution in regards to Chinese aggression. Um, I'm, I'd say both of us are anti-war in general, um, but yeah. is for self-defense? Jeez, I mean, what do you do in that situation, Yeah. right? Yeah. What Look, do you do? China's being incredibly aggressive in yeah. the region. So. Uh, being anti-war is one thing, but China's not anti-war. No, They're that's pro-war. The that's the problem. So you need to meet them on an, an even playing field. And that's, I think that's what I would I think say. it's time to um, dust off the old, uh, you know, war machine over there. At least from a defensive point of view. I agree. Yeah. Tyler Durden three three three. Don't don't repeat what you did. <laughs> you got one chance before. <laughs> yeah. Let's not yeah, let's not do history. that again. Let's okay? do things sanely. Let's let's be let's be. The good Japan that yeah. we love. Yes, the democratic Japan yes. that we love. Not, let's not, not fascist Hirohito Japan. this no, stuff again. Let's please get away from old please fascist, let's don't do fascist that. days. Yes, let's, yeah. let's move forward in, uh, yes. for world peace. Yeah. But with a big stick. But with a big stick. Mm. As always, love your work and please keep it up. P.S. Matt, pleasure. I'm glad you're not wearing those glasses. You look, They look like grandmother glasses. Well, he can listen to that music on a gramophone and wear his glasses at the same I time. I could, or... <laughs> If you keep slandering me like this, I'll call my grandpa. <laughs> Better watch out. I don't want someone coming in the night to devour me. Some old man. No, thank you very much. It really is. It's gone sexual. <laughs> yeah, it's this disgusting. Point. This it's grandpa yeah. needs to be put back on his leash. This wolf. Yeah. He, t- he is totally. going around in villages and he is devouring men. One by one. One by one. Yeah. Holy crap. He's he out of control. Yeah, he must be very bored in his pensioner days now. You yeah. know what? Thinking back is is dumb, and we're like, ha-ha, it's so funny and stuff. If I was one of those Japanese soldiers, yeah. I would be shaking in my boots if yeah, I yeah. actually knew about this crap yeah. because he's it's devouring coming. men in the night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, where are we here? 
I had the misfortune of watching a few episodes of a Chinese tea show, uh, TV show, Mala Bing Shiji. What what is that? Mala Bing Xingji. Bian Xingji. What spicy transformer? Yeah, that'd be like a trans. Yeah, spicy transformer. Oh, but like a, it's like a numbing spice transformer. Okay. Mala. Oh, did you about something actually? Yeah, yeah, sure. La means spice. Yeah. Or spicy is la. That means yeah. it's it's very spicy. But there's different kinds. There's suan la. Yeah. Suan la is sour, sour spice, so it's with vinegar. Yeah. So you have chili sauce made of vinegar. That's suan la. You have xian la, which is a salty spice. It's kind of like when a, a chili sauce has a lot of salt in it. Then you have ma la. Yeah. Ma la is that Sichuan numbing peppercorn mm. that just numbs the crap out of it's your mouth. It's numbing and hot at the same time. Yeah, it's time. numbing and hot. So this show is called Spicy Numbing Trans- Spice Transformer. What is that? And I'm, I'm Googling it now. It's called, oh, in English, it's called Hot Girl. Okay. Oh, uh, it looks like a ripoff of a uh, Korean drama. Okay. Wow, it looks bad though, guys. Mm. It looks pretty bad quality. Stop advertising it then. <laughs> no, but I want to see what he says. I okay. wanted to ask you guys about their TV shows. I shoe revolutionary fantasies. That's good. Um, <laughs> this is what I've seen. I tried to watch a Chinese show, a drama the other day, because mm-hmm. I, I like Korean shows, right? Yeah. Um, and I want to watch, I don't speak Korean, so right. I like. I would love to watch some Chinese shows because I speak Chinese. It right. would be a much more enjoyable experience for me if I don't have to read subtitles all sure. the time and just watch a Chinese show. Yeah. And I have. I've watched a couple when I was in China. I used to watch some of those dating shows like Fei Chung Wu Rao. I used to it's watch like some, game shows. Yeah, and a couple, a couple like here and there if my wife's watching some dramas or whatever, I'd watch them on like work break. I know you love that Baba Chunar. For some reason, that was I always on in your house. I hate that show so much. My wife used to like that. Laba, Laba, woman Chunalia. You love that shit. That's, I hate it. I that just show. heard that all the time. Because yeah, my house. wife was watching it. Right. Your wife watched that shit too. I just, uh, I banned that in the house. You did not. <laughs> I used to visit you and she'd watch it. I, maybe I just turned it out. Like, oh, tuned, you tuned it, it out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, without pointing fingers, I just here, somehow I like my grandpa. No, like every time I think of like Baba Chunar, I just think about you and your apartment. Like, and that always I, being that on. Was me. We I've associated in, it with you now, right? But I didn't preemptively turn it on when we were outside I feel walking like, into my house. I feel like when we were on a motorcycle road trip, I saw you watching it on your laptop, and I'm not even joking That's about that. I feel. Such- Bullshit. No, I really do think you are. I'll, I'll tell you why. What? Do you know what? why? There was one instance where that is, and you're maybe you're so drunk you've selectively forgotten why. Okay. We were editing a video yeah. about Chinese TV shows, and I literally was putting the clips into that's, that. That's probably it. Yeah. That's probably it. Okay. I hated that show. <laughs> okay, right. I, I freely admit I watched some pretty, like, really bad Chinese <laughs> dramas, but I hated Baba Chunar. Yeah. Anyway. You guys have no idea what we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. My point was yeah. I would love to watch some Chinese shows, so I tried to watch one on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to be like Korean dramas, but they're too safe, and they cut out so much stuff that should be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just very, very, very poor representations. And yeah. they still have not caught up in the slightest. Chinese TV shows are they terrible. They they're, they're the worst. They're, they really are. Just they are awful. the worst. They are the worst. I don't, I don't know if there's a worse representation of a tv show from any other country from well, let's say a major country because we went to vietnam and that was pretty <laughs> those taiwanese puppets by the way remember no, those, those are well? kind of cool yeah they're kind of cool remember the vietnamese mainstream tv shows oh, yeah. those yeah. were bad those are bad but again i'm saying major like super yeah no countries. honestly um having lived there for so long 
We tried. Okay, you have to understand. We lived in the country. We learned the language. And a big part of learning a language is because you're you're usually interested in the culture and the media. That's why people are very keen on learning English, for instance, because there's so many good movies and music and stuff. And you want to be involved in that. It's It's also easier because there's so much material. Yeah. Same with Japanese. There's so many interesting Japanese, uh, you know, music and movies and and culture, pop culture that comes out of Japan. It's, it's, it's a language you want to learn so that you can try to understand that yes. stuff more. Yes. And that's the one part that was severely lacking for me in studying yeah. Chinese oh, is there sure. was no Chinese TV show or movie that I really wanted to watch. Right. And as I said, in all my years, there was a handful of shows I watched religiously compared to maybe 20 shows yeah. I'd watch back home. One thing I did notice is that uh, Taiwanese songs are great. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're in Mandarin. Yes. Um, you know, so that was a big deal. Yeah, draw. Taiwanese music's great. I love some Taiwanese And bands. some Taiwanese TV shows are a bit wishy-washy for me. Yeah, no. Taiwanese sure. movies are a bit... They're... <laughs> Let's... I would go... I'll never forget that one about that dog, and we talked about that yeah. before. I'm like, the dog gets cancer or whatever. And I'll I'm tell like, you what, oh, I'm not going <laughs> to... I'll tell you what. You know, actually, Taiwanese TV shows kind of suck, too. Okay, l- now listen to me, though. <laughs> okay, Hear me yeah, out. yeah. Taiwanese stuff... Out of Taiwan context, kind of sucks. Sure. Not stuff, I should say, me- like media, right? Yeah. Much better than mainland China. Oh, way better. Way. way better. But when I was living in Taiwan, I would go to the movie theater. By the way, it's very cheap. Yeah. And I would sit down and watch a Taiwanese movie. I would, right. because it felt like I was part of the local yes, culture. Yes. I would go with my friends. Yeah. It would be interesting. The direction was, was unique. Yeah. It was definitely special. It wasn't like cookie cutter. Yeah. It was sappy. It was slow, drawn out, a lot of these movies. Or, However, I was... Or arty. Or arty. arty, yeah. But I was there, and I felt like I was part of something. Sure. When I was living in China, I wouldn't go watch Chinese movies in the movie theater what because are you they see? suck. They, I won't say Taiwanese stuff sucks. Chinese stuff sucks. Yeah. Chinese movies suck. Yeah. They're, they're really boring. bad. They're, yeah. That's the problem. They're boring. Yeah. And they're very limited in their scope. It's either the Sanguo nonsense, yeah. Red Cliff thing. I'm tired of it. It's like... And Chinese enough. people are tired of it too. Yeah. Or it's like, let's kill some Japanese or yeah, whatever. Enough. It's like, come on, like there's three different topics you guys choose from and that's it. It's boring. Right. But so, yeah, um, that was a long answer to say that yes. you're not going to find anything good, not yet anyway. And I'm dying to find good new Chinese media. But I would love to watch if it. You so look at, yeah, if you're looking for Mandarin um, content, look at Taiwanese stuff because yeah, they do yeah, have sure. some good stuff. Oh, yeah. Stuff, it's you know? good stuff. You could get good quality. Yeah, it's good quality it's because they're open to the West. That's yeah. why their music was so, so much better um, you know, than mainland Chinese music is because they were allowed to be creative. You know? Sure. Uh, anyway, yeah, let's move continue. on. Nice haircut, guys. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks. Jiwas says, Jawas says, the uh, cosplayer has very good taste. She was cosplaying as Ushio Kofune from Summertime Rendering. A very good show. Definitely recommend it. Mm, haven't seen that. Yeah, I'm way behind. Like, I used to watch a little bit of anime. Um, but I'm so behind, I don't know anything new. Yeah, I'm old school. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Bit Majo. Mm-hmm. A YouTuber, Leonard, made a video about robot dogs. Basically, MIT and Stanford both designed the robot dog, shared its design, and China quickly copied it and claimed that they designed their own robot dog. Of course. What a surprise. surprise, Yeah. (laughs) What a shame, too. Yeah. 
Wing 083, did she actually get herself booked and charged for this? Yeah, or did she, she was arrested. Out? Did she get out more or less because of the backlash and the loss of face? No. She was arrested, but then she made a public apology. She had to. Uh, very often what happens is if you're arrested in China, they take you down to the police station and yeah. you have to he cha, which means drink tea. Yeah. And then you have to negotiate some way out of it because they yeah. don't want to have to go all the way down to like formally charging you no. and putting you no. in jail or something. So usually what they do is get you to sign some kind of confession. Yeah. Like they did with Dr. Li Wenliang when he told people that, hey, there's a new SARS-like virus out there. They took him down, made him do the, the fingerprint. You have to get your thumbprint on it and you have to sign it and say, I'm not going to do it again and release like a public apology. And then they let it go. They drop it after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hauntus Farmer. Thank you very much. Um, <clears throat> she says, oh, she's an African-American woman. She says, like that dancer, many black people admire China and Asian culture in general as a counterexamples to white supremacy. Sadly, racism is everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I'm a little bit of an expert when it comes to uh, these kind of things, having grown up in South Africa. And so I, I've seen real racism with my own eyes, like actual, like the worst type of racism on all sides of the spectrum. And so when I see that kind of thing happening, I just hate it when people make excuses for what is actually just raw, out there, unfiltered racism. And you can't always point a finger at the USA or somewhere else to try and excuse the actions of somebody, a completely different place, a completely different culture. You know what I mean? You can't be like looking at this person here on the other side of the world who grew up in a completely different culture, in a completely different circumstances, doing something bad which is not tied to America, and it cannot be tied to America. It's in a different language, in a different culture, doing something very bad. Looking at that and saying, well, America. You know, you can't do that. You have to say, look, this person's doing something bad. Mm. And it ends there. It doesn't get this whataboutism shit. This person's doing something bad. It's unacceptable. Why can't that just be a thing? Right. Why do people have to say, oh, look, this person's doing something bad, but guess what? Yeah, you know, it's no different no, to America. Fix, that doesn't fix anything. No. Right. That's a bad action. If you're going to stop that bad action, you have to call it for what it is and just deal with it, you know? Cider Hype says, go to China, get treated poorly. Larry David, that MP3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Bit, Bit Major says, Chinese people, uh, Chinese calling themselves grandpa in a quarrel to insult their opponent is like saying, I'm your daddy, but a bit more extreme. You think that's what he's... No. You know, actually, in context, that makes a lot of sense. It doesn't because Grandma Goo came down the hill. So Grandpa's he's floating around there somewhere. Yeah, but I actually have heard that before. Yeah, but I don't I think have. it's this... How's this Grandpa going to... It's kind of like saying Trini Nai Nai. It's like a swear word, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure, but that's... No, I don't think so. I think I think he's talking about an actual Grandpa. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about it. Okay, you think, think about it. it. We're going to find out who this grandpa is one way or the other. Yeah, because like... Even if I have to watch that whole series, which I don't want to. This Taiwanese dude put that into context for me. That starts to make a lot more sense. Sure. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, Just some guy in NC says, you guys hit a nerve. Lots of trolls today. Oh, hopefully uh, you guys dealt with them properly. Yeah. Doc Slothington, I hereby bestow a rare and coveted old Doc seal of approval for the new show segment. And that means it's definitely voted in. We didn't even have to do a poll if old Doc signed up. Yep. No, we're great. We're very happy to do it because it's very entertaining to research. Yes. Mm. Just some guy. In it. There are some saucy clips, too. I was kind of surprised. It's weird. Like, it's such a prude society on, not in real life, and in, in media. 
but there are some saucy segments in its in the because it's in the context of Japanese people being bad to the Chinese women that's allowed to be a little bit saucy. Yeah, but they have gotten into trouble before. They have. Like they have. there's <clears throat> these uh, little war of the resistance fantasy nonsense shows, they tend to push it a little bit too far because in normal Chinese media you're not allowed to have like extreme violence, or you're not allowed to have nudity, yeah. you're not allowed to have these kind yeah. of things. But in these War of the Resistance dramas, they can be incredibly vulgar as long as they're being vulgar towards Japanese, like sure. theoretical Japanese people. Yeah. And I remember uh, one of the shows got into a huge amount of trouble because they had some uh, like peasant girl or something stripped down naked and like thanked the communist forces by saluting them naked or something. It didn't show. Um, no, it just showed from behind. Yeah. But that's a big no-no for yeah. Chinese TV, and they actually got into trouble for that. That's true. That's, mm. a, that's a good, good example. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Lopez says, Hey guys, I love your show and watch it every week. But when are you guys going to get back to traveling to other countries like Korea, Thailand, or Canada? And we just missed the motorcycle videos. Thanks for everything you do. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're definitely going to get back to it at some point. COVID really put a huge dent in that plan, you know, and our current situation. But we'll get back to it. We're looking yeah. forward to it. And we'll let you know. You'll be the first to know. COVID's not an excuse for that now. It's just we have a lot of other things. Because of COVID, it transformed a lot of the way we do things. Yes. So we have a lot of obligations to what we do now, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, but we'll get back to it. We will, yeah. eventually. It's not going to be 100% what we do, like it used to be, but we'll add it in. And don't forget that the ADV sense. China channel, we still release uh, at least once a month. Uh, I think people forget about that. Everyone's like, thing. where's ADV China's gone? Now it's the China show. No, no. there's different channels. Bro. Yeah, ADV China is the motorcycle adventures. That's what we still, show riding around. We still have a lot of unreleased footage. And we still put out videos once or twice a month, like yeah. you said. Yeah. Will Smith slapping Xi Jinping says, do you think Putin and Xi will be humiliated at the G20? I want to see those two. I'm not going to read the rest. Um, okay. <clears throat> but... Yeah, that meeting is disconcerting, to say the least. In Indonesia, it's going down pretty soon, eh? We'll definitely let you guys know. <clears throat> yeah, we'll have to see. Jason Grigorchuk. Regret not buying the Wumao shirt from Matt. I just re-released it, too, man. Oh, man. Oh, well. Sorry. Uh, so, sorry, JPN. Thank you very much. Make revolutionary fakes a permanent thing. It's called revolutionary fantasies. Yeah, same thing, really. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I just am trying to solidify the name. Sure, sure. A. Watson, hit the like button. The show is worth it. Two thumbs up. Thank you very much. Yeah, half Appreciate the it. viewers only hit the like button. So how about the rest of you guys? What do you think? I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say it. What? Smash the like button. Yeah, yeah. see? He said it. That's like circa 2016. Yeah, I'm not, I told you I'm not going to say it, and I didn't, but you did, though. Just saying. You, well, I was just, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Unknown person, Winston. Nice clean suit, sir. It's oh, better than a dirty suit. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. It's a filthy suit you have there. Uh, the good content. As a Mexican, I hate how Putin and the CCP propaganda is so accepted in LA. Sadly, that's due to US corruption. Current Mexican president is the first leftist president in almost 100 years, and the US is attacking him. Oh, is it? Joshua King. Hmm. The check on China's war machine is that the missiles are empty shells. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Some Tao, of them. Tao No says uh, one Chinese cult culture that the ccp won't abandon is saving face aka stick to the line when everybody knows it uh what people think of themselves as their best trait often is their greatest weakness yeah it's actually true it's a huge downfall of ccp is that they've adhered to saving face that's bad i really hate that whole culture. Hate culture. <clears throat> um sherry crosby says happy birthday winston 
Any comments on Roger Waters' interview saying that Taiwan is a part of China? Yeah, you know, look, <clears throat> I'm severely disappointed. I used to, I still do like Pink Floyd a lot. Um, you I was know. never a fan. Yeah, I, I do like it. I always did. <clears throat> but this is just the way things are. The guy has like, always been a bit of a weirdo when it comes to uh, politics. And I you also, know what? Yeah, go ahead. You, you know, you have to understand that just because people make music doesn't make them a political That's expert. That's what I was going to say. Like, why are we? Why did he get in it? I've got to tell you that um, musicians are usually completely screwed up people anyway. Yeah, artists, like, right? Yeah, they're artists. Like heavily drug-induced weird binges that a they go on them, yeah. and all the... I'm not saying everyone, but no. they make poor life choices. Let's put it that way. A lot yeah. of musicians and a lot of artists, stars. yeah, they make very poor life choices. Yeah. Get married a billion times, yeah. you know, do all sorts of nasty stuff. And, you know, so it's not the person you should be looking to for political commentary or um, I don't, something like that. I don't understand why there's political commentary. Like, they allow that political opinions. Why is it be, Why is it given like the highest? Yeah, why is some like old, old man who, you know, plays a guitar or whatever? Right. Why is he suddenly like uh, an expert that the Chinese media is using? That's as like, like a... bringing me out as to commentate on a boat inspections. Yeah, like yeah. we have this guy; he's a he's a China expert, right? Yeah, we're gonna ask him about starboard boats. Yeah, like I don't know anything about boats, so that's yeah. why I picked it. And then uh, for some reason, people take me seriously. Yeah, it's um, a, this it's boat dumb. looks great. Now this is a good boat. See how the hole yeah. comes up? Yeah, I don't know about boats. Sure, I mean that's that's the thing. I ain't no um, boatman, old. Roger also has a lot of interest in the Chinese market as well, so it makes sense that he'd say things like that. Yeah, sure. Anyway, yeah. And thank you for the birthday mm. wish. I appreciate it. Forty-two uh, now. Yeah. Four, you're almost at four twenty. Really, think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Byron uh, Zululeta says, "Hey guys, I haven't been able to see you live in a while, but I agree with your latest show. I don't think China would win any altercations after hearing about how half-ass is uh, is good enough." Planes will fall out of the sky. And Deanne Chapman, at least the founder was honest about it. Founder of what? I don't know. It's hoping you would remember that. <laughs> okay. It's hoping you would remember the context, but sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, he's talking about the AI thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 True. Yeah. Robert Dove, and Andy Borham look, genuinely looks dead inside. There's no soul in there at all. I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, we are chaos. Yeah, he's he, you know, he's he is state media. Yeah, so yeah, you kind of well, have to sell your when, soul. And when it's relevant, we'll talk about him at some point. Sure. Yeah. Tencent partially owns Discord. Interesting. Yes, it's true. Yeah, yeah. This South African company Naspers has got a big stake in Tencent, and there's a lot of dodgy things going on in South Africa. Oh, I'll tell you what, oh, um, uncovered something recently, which I'll probably showcase in the next show about. Um, one of the biggest universities in in South Africa. Oh yeah, one of the most yeah. prominent universities. Oh yeah, you're gonna do that, eh? Yeah, and they're Is that done yet. Um, I think it's still ongoing, but they put out like basically a competition to make a short film to praise the Chinese government. It's crazy. It's like it's as if that happened at Harvard or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's the same thing, and it's tied to the Confucius Institute. Uh, I'm watching you, Confucius Institute. Don't you worry. You're next. Yeah, no, definitely. But they've pretty much overtaken um, academia in South Africa, the Chinese government, and it's worrying, you know? Yeah. Nesadi, uh, anyway. some people don't learn from the past, and history ends up repeating itself, like war and viruses. Yes. Ultra Primark says, finally, artistic 
vision over living in the fear. Oh. We'll live in the fear. Tokoloshi98 says, As a progressive, I propose we say that Chinese policies may lead to a, ma- a major she-session. <laughs> oh, Recession is yeah. an outdated term, as Trudeau aptly pointed out. <laughs> yes, a she-session. Now a we can X-I. change that around, because now what we could do is put subtitles when he says she-session and she-covery. It could just be... X-I. Maybe that's what he Dude. meant. Maybe that's what he meant. Maybe he wasn't talking about women. women. He was talking about Xi Jinping. Yeah. Ah, oh, dude. dude. Someone's got to do that. Somebody's got to put makes those subtitles. a lot of sense yeah. now. I knew he hated Xi Jinping after all. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler, yeah. <laughs> Tyler hmm. Bozanowski. Did you get the cat soundbite back as promised? Why did you have to remind? Now we have to put it in the <laughs> Yeah, we do. Show. Please make a note. This is it. There has to be. Sorry. <laughs> I, we tried to forget it on purpose because yeah. so many people hate it so much. Yeah, it's coming back. But it's going to be with By the that. way, Tokoloshi 98, that's an interesting name. You know, the Tokoloshi is this mythical creature we in South about Africa. This last time. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. it's like, it's hilarious. Um, they look weird and crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting Will Smith stuff. says, uh, the China show turns me into a telescope. <laughs> wow. All right. That's interesting. Okay. Click all night. Other typos in Chingang's Twitter post says America didn't encroach on China at all. Just the nation of Taiwan. Also, China will not respond. He really needs a proofreader. Yes. Yeah. Simon Campbell, thank you very much. A. Watson, after the 2020 Minneapolis uh, riots, my ESL Chinese curriculum removed Christopher Columbus as a historical character. Early in 2021, uh, CCP removed the Statue of Liberty from all online lessons. No U.S. icons. Yeah, I suppose they're not allowed to. Yeah. Ness Audi, did you guys hear the Australia f- faces being in the line of fire if conflict heats up between China and Taiwan? We did. Yeah. <clears throat> Death Flash, I get guns are heavily restricted, but how is it for people in the military? Would admirals and generals be able to get their own guns in their own homes? No. no. <clears throat> Jason Fruand, hey you. Well, I mean, there's so much corruption, of course they could. <laughs> what am I talking about? Yeah, yeah sure, but it's not legal. No. Simon <laughs> Campbell, how would you reverse translate the name Death Worship? uh reverse translate what do you mean reverse translate you mean just translate <laughs> yeah like actually translate we'll find out i don't know what would you give it like death worship i'm trying to i'm trying to see if there's actually like a mm. oh suang chong bai suang chong bai that, that makes sense yeah that makes sense to, to me. worship death yeah. yeah i was just making sure yep um that's more like to worship death though yeah Suang Chong Bai. That's that's correct Chinese grammar. Yeah, but it sounds. Why is it coming up with Lincoln Park? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that. Anyway, it sounds. We were looking up. We were looking up uh, your favorite band the other day, Imagine Dragons. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what? What is that in Chinese? Oh, it's yeah, like what is mystery it band. Remember? Can you please tell people you're being facetious? Yeah, yeah, no, he doesn't. He doesn't love Imagine Dragons. <laughs> you. you do often sing the song, though. Oh, no, both, just, it just gets stuck. It gets stuck. Yeah. Um, Imagine Dragons in Chinese made us pee our pants laughing. Yeah. Um, I gotta find it again. Okay. Pretty sure it's Mystery Band. I think it's Mystery Band. Let me see. Mi Huan. Yeah. Mi Huan Yue Tuan, which means a mystery band. Mystery band, yeah. Tell me, the most generic band of all time, Imagine Dragons, 
would be called mystery bear. I mean, I was thinking it's going to be like xiang xiang long men. Long men, yeah. yeah. Why a men? Well, you know, like dragons, <laughs> like eagle yeah. long, uh, yeah, okay. liang long, oh, you know, long men as in like rim men. Long <laughs> yeah. Yes, I was thinking maybe it's like that, but xiang, no. Xiang long. Yeah, xiang xiang long men. Yeah, like I see what you mean. Yeah. But I just, could you pick a better, more generic name for a more generic band? Mystery than band. Mystery band. I think Mihuan it works out. Yeah, it's the greatest name for Imagine Dragons. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What a. Should be Imagine Grandpa coming at night, <laughs> devour you, whatever. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's some people will probably imagine that. Yeah. Um, Beagle Dad says, great show. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Somebody said, great band. I. <laughs> Yeah, you like you do you, bro. You go play disc golf. You put on that Imagine Dragons. You sink that putt. Don't forget to wear your Minions T-shirt. <laughs> if you're not wearing a Minions T-shirt that doesn't say "No coffee, me want banana," <laughs> while you play disc golf and listen to Imagine Dragons, then you're doing it wrong. Yeah, you don't know how to enjoy life. We we got tropes. We we talk about this yeah, nonsense yeah. sometimes. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> um, and no offense to anyone that likes. All three of those things. Sure. Maybe you're a minion loving good disc golf player and Imagine Dragon listener. Yeah, it's a daily uh, possible. Mystery band. Sorry. Yeah, mystery band. Um, Ultra Primark. Those Chinese war dramas remind me of Adventures of Kim Jong-un by College Humor. Wouldn't surprise me if Grandpa Xi was, was a Xi lookalike. <laughs> Darren D. Um, you should ride the old Pacific Highway 101 on the West Coast. Wow, we'd have to fly back. We're planning to do it we, for. We've we, got an upcoming idea. We would if we get some. If we get the time. Yeah. Still haven't gotten tickets or anything. No. Ghost Wolf declassified. I'm not surprised about the Russian Robo Toy Dog. Russia is a country that has historically made failure a national pastime. I mean, yeah, yeah you're not, not wrong from the Soviet perspective. Yeah, from yes. the Soviet perspective, I'd say you know it's a rich history and culture there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, just like China. Yeah. Viol nine nine nine. What do you think? Uh, of China taking over the port in Sri Lanka and sending a spy ship to the port. Yeah, we probably should have covered that. Yeah, that's it's a big ideal. thing. They're trying to say it's not a spy ship. It's just a normal <laughs> ship. But it's got huge satellite dish, you know, stuff on it. You know, it's crazy. It actually has like, you know, like when you see old robbers with like, like those, those like Zorro masks. Yeah, it actually yeah. has one of those on the front of the ship, <laughs> you know. Yeah, we'll In definitely bring it up. sack. <laughs> yeah, you know, with yeah. a dollar symbol on it, and they're like stripey shirt. Yes, yeah, it's got a stripey yeah. shirt. I yeah. can't believe it. Yep, people don't see it. Yep. Um, imagine grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Tai Slum says, "Do you think China will sacrifice its economy uh, if it desperately wants Taiwan?" What are your thoughts on that six hundred year old statue that came out of the dry Yangtze? Oh yeah, we saw that. Mm. Um, I mean, that's cool. I'm glad yeah. they find stuff. No, I, I like seeing the old stuff that survived Mao's destruction because it just happened to be underwater. Yes. You know, and they, the communists couldn't swim, you yeah. know, because yeah. they would have they swum down there and broken it if they knew about it. They would have. Yeah, they but the water kept them at bay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, uh, as far as sacrificing the economy, I think it's at a point where they won't have an economy to sacrifice, and that'll be a, a reason for them to attack. I yes. feel like it might actually go that way. Yes. We'll see. Absolutely. Um, so, so much talk of Imagine Dragons in here. Imagine Anger War. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Dion Chapman says, they, they say you need to understand China, but China really needs to understand the world. You gotta understand China. That's actually very true. Yeah. You can tell by their diplomatic faux pas all the time that China actually doesn't understand the outside world very well. 
Right. You know? Yes. It's kind of silly. The fact that they use mm. these ridiculous criminal foreigners and so on to try and push their political agendas. Yeah. It just shows a lack of form, really. Yeah. Nesadi says, uh, the 240-millimeter M1 howitzer or Black Dragon was the heaviest piece of field artillery in the U.S. Army deployed in World War II. Taiwan has, has it pointed at China, and they have the M already. Mm-hmm. Russell Thander says, can we get a meme review sort of thing every week? I mean, meme review could be kind of kind of like uh, revolutionary yeah. uh, fantasies. Yeah, but we, we do anyway show memes. Yeah, stuff, I mean, so. that's all what's new. Yeah, it's, you know, kinda, it's in, in what's new, so it's kind of there. Yeah. Deanne Chapman, so I miss just walking down the street with my camera and taking pictures of this and that. That's what I miss about China. That's yeah. a thing, too, yeah. Yeah. Ty Sloan, thoughts on Biden meeting Xi and G20 in a few months? Do you think the DPRK, and that's North Korea, will make a move on South Korea to distract from Taiwan? I do not think that will happen no. at all. Uh, Ty Sloan, China's population is due to decline massively in the future. What will uh, that do to the Chinese government and their economy? Fears arising India. Uh, it will have a massive effect on the economy for sure. Yes. Um, everything's They're not prepared for it. No, I mean, but it's not gonna. It's not gonna be a doomsday collapse tomorrow. No. Right. No, that's actually Speaking what my video tomorrow is going to be all about. It's all these people saying, oh, 25 days until, you know, the economy collapses. It's like Stop. 30 days until the CCP's. And they're getting millions of views. And I don't mind. I'm happy if they're going to spread like truth about China and stuff. Yeah. But stop with the bullshit. You know what I mind about that is that they what? use our footage or they use yeah. my footage and then they, yeah. I leave a comment saying, hey, I don't mind if you use my footage, but how about a little shout out in the description and then they shadow ban me. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's like that's not yeah. very professional of, as far as YouTube YouTubers are concerned. No, it's not good. Old thieves. Anyway, Walter Deadman, do you think they use ducks instead of eagles because they seem too American? <laughs> but then why use that screech? Yeah, it's not even an eagle, though. Yeah, it's, it's like a red tail, but doesn't matter. Yeah, that's synonymous with America. <clears throat> True. Yeah. Wings zero eighty three. Even Tommy Wiseau is a better actor than this guy. Uh, him and Nicholas Cage could save that war drama. Nicholas Cage could be that girl with a gun. Yeah, you could. I prefer grandma. <laughs> okay. David Lopan says color wolf versus salty pork can. That's right. Yep. I think a salt pig hand is more uh, physically aggressive, so he's probably worse than a Silong. Maybe. I think Silong is more about fantasizing and peeking, like a peeping Tom. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. it just means a pervert, so it could be anything. It could be bad. Very true. It's, uh, it could be bad stuff, too. You probably have to weigh the, the I think it's like a blanket term, like the, the salt pork hand is a Silong. He could be a Silong. He is. He's just yeah. a... An offshoot. He's like a Silong that happens to be a groper. Yeah. Yeah. With his salt pork hands. Yeah, salt pork hand. Yeah. That's him. <laughs> it's getting deep in my mind about what constitutes that, you know? Does he carry salt pork hands around and no, does it's it count just that as the a crime is, anymore? It's like a little... Yeah, little for sure. It looks like this. Salt when does he's he go groping. like this? He like gropes. Like Italian. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's an <laughs> yeah, Italian groper. Yeah. An Italian groper. This is getting deep. Yeah. Uh, what if the West blockaded China shore? That'd be a war move. Yeah. Uh, Ness Adi, what is the... That is the correct form for the Japanese uh, Imperial Army from 1930-1945. Yeah, well, we know that. But we're talking about the flag. Yeah. Um, I believe it was the Imperial flag at that time. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Maybe we're wrong. Yeah, we could be wrong. Eddie, uh, question here. Why does she come out dressed in different suits as like he's an expert? Military event, he dresses up in a suit. Visits scientists, he's in a lab coat. Goes to masses and dresses regularly. It's just theater, that's why. 
Winnie the Pooh dressing up. Stay awesome. It's yeah, it's theater. It's just theater. Mm-hmm. He needs to be an expert in every situation for the pe- populace to take him seriously. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's wearing a lab coat. That means he understands science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, look, he's wearing a military uniform. Means he understands military. That's right. Yeah, that kind of shit. Square says while watching while snacking on some lovely Dove soap. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. can't help with a boycott. Just can't resist that clean dove soap taste. Ouch. Oh, yeah. Ouch. I feel like Clan Man's eating a little dove soap in his day. Yeah. And he fell on hard times. Yeah, he in did. Jail. Yes. <laughs> he is a criminal. He was in jail. Yeah, he was for, for years, right? A couple of years, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. I, I only found that out because when he made attack videos against me, somebody who knew him reached out oh did they because he's attacked a bunch of people in the past he's a really uh, weird character he's got a mental problem oh uh, okay so he just likes going after people yeah and he also that's true and again that's not a, a profession with a good future no i don't think so no mr incognito 007 uh why why biden doesn't want to get closer to latin american countries the ccp and russia influence are growing there uh, what are your views about relationship between U.S. and Latin America? I, I absolutely think the U.S. should get uh, closer to Latin America um, and stop kind of the put a plug in Chinese influence right now. It's it's insane. They're filling a lot of gaps that even Latin Americans are not supporting. Yeah, but the leadership of these countries are makes sense. So a lot Same of, with Africa. A lot of stuff to exploit. Yeah. Right? Walter Deadman put on specs and kicks down door. It's Grandpa time. <laughs> yeah. Ready to devour. <laughs> Grandpa's hungry. <laughs> Let's move on from this, please. Lucy. Yeah, sorry. Wendy Wolf, love the show. Finally tuning in live for the first time. Thank you. Have you watched Legend of Hay? It's an amazing Chinese animated movie from 2019. I have not. Mm. Um, I just pulled it up in a tab, Wendy. Thank you for the thank you for the um recommendation. And I am looking for more Chinese language stuff to watch. Yes. If it's, if it's recent, because I've We'll give Run it the, out of the older stuff. We'll give it the test. Yes. Because look, I, earlier when I said all Chinese shows are garbage, I meant it. It's true. Okay. But the thing is, I stopped trying because I watched, you know, the entire time I was in China, I kept mm-hmm. trying to find this stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, I got to a point where I was like, it's pointless even trying anymore. So there may be something that's come out recently that I missed. I mean, there's going to be I stuff missed. that falls between the cracks too. Like this, for example, what she just recommended, it's a webtoon okay. developed by a Chinese artist. This is not a massive conglomeration from the CCP here. Yeah. We're talking about there's tons of talent in China. You know what really used to piss me off? Um, what? Is, you know, these war fantasy garbage things that you see all the time, right? Yes. So every once in a while, they'd make a really nationalist film. You know, yes. like that founding of Republic. Remember that? The founding I of do. the Republic where it had like that Mao Zedong lookalike and all I that do. crap. And what they do is they'd like, Organize for that to be shown everywhere for free, okay? So, for instance, in the little urban village down from where my house was, they'd set up a big projector and everybody would watch this this film. People come sit there and watch it, right? Because that's what they do. But you could buy fake DVDs of everything, yeah, okay? And they'd have all those vendors that used to walk around and like a little bicycle and on the back it's got a basket and inside it's just got full of DVDs. And a I bike re- basket. Yeah, 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 a bike basket. And in the back, you could like flip through all the DVDs and it'd be all Hollywood movies and stuff. And you could buy whatever you want for like five RMB or two RMB or whatever. It's really cheap. And I remember when that like whatever founding of the Republic thing came out, I told the story before, but um, they were not allowed to sell that. 
They could sell every Hollywood movie fake, but they were not allowed to sell them. I remember somebody was selling it and they got arrested. Crazy, right? They Isn't can it? crack down on piracy when they want. Yeah, so they only they only crack down on piracy if you're pirating like an Igua, a nationalist film, a Chinese yeah. film. Pirate anything that's Western, they don't give a shit. They actually encourage it. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Dave T, thank you very much. Ambiguous Asian, I recently got into Taiwan, Hong Kong music uh, and rap. I recently got into MC Hot Dog, who has the Chabdo Xian uh, song. Yeah, Chabdo Xian That's yeah. a good song. I like MC Hot Dog as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Taiwan and Hong Kong rappers, LMF. Yeah. Uh, rappers, I uh, recommend these artists. Yes, a great uh, music scene in Hong Kong and Taiwan. Absolutely. And the, the thing is, if you go to China expecting to find a music scene, the, the music scene you will find in China is the Taiwanese and Hong Kong music scene mostly yeah. there's still there's new, there's a lot more mainland stuff coming up but it's not so good yeah uh, you still find like mainstream what people listen to is going to be from hong kong or taiwan like if yeah. people want to listen to pop music 11 says i really want to watch Xiaoban ho but it's a tenth of the minimum wage in brazil can you localize the prices on patreon i wish you could localize prices on patreon if we could we absolutely would because we don't e- about that yeah we don't expect that uh, no somebody it's to, just yeah it's we have to make it to uh you know, worth our while as well. And it's not that we're greedy or anything. It's that it takes a lot of time to put together. And it's another way that we can actually combat some demonetization that we have yeah. to go through. Yeah. So we appreciate it. We're sorry if it's not accessible. And and we really did want to have a kind of a private VIP thing, which yeah. we can hang out with, uh, with of people. Course. And hate putting anything behind a paywall. Yeah, yeah. It's not, that's not the goal here. And so we tend to save the important stuff for this show. And what we talk about in Shaban Ho is like, we'll show photos and things More that we've fun. never like shown before. Like we're having before. a snack taste test. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's that kind of stuff. Yeah. And if there's yeah. anything that's really important that we need to share um, with anyone that comes here. Yeah, for sure. If yeah. it's anything that you guys need to know, it's mm-hmm. going on this show. Yeah, yeah. If it's fun stuff, it's going on Shaban. Yeah, if it's just like behind the scenes kind of crap, you know. It's yeah. good fun, though. Please join us if you if you have if the you means. Can. Yeah. yeah. Ghost Wolf Declassified. I saw a Chinese war movie about the PLA who fought against a giant robot piloted by the emperor. <laughs> the PLA defeated the robot with the help of a Japanese princess who switched sides. Oh. She summoned an ancient dragon which defeats the robot and helps win the war. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to watch that. Yeah, we need to find it. <coughs> send us that. That sounds amazing. Robert Krupika, thank you very much. Uh, Ross Wolf, love the new segment. It's almost as good as the South African commercials. Cool. Have you ever seen Thunderbolt Fantasy? It's a Japanese show made in Taiwan. I've not. That sounds no. cool, though. Mm. Thunderbolt Fantasy? I just put it in a new tab, so then I can uh, check it out. Cool. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Is it that puppet? What thing? are we talking about? Of course, we've seen yes. Thunderbolt Fantasy yeah, we, many times. We filmed that on TV. It's and actually we... pretty awesome looking. <laughs> no, it looks cool. It's pikey as all hell. It it's reminds... a lot of good attention. To yeah. Detail. Okay. I suppose so. But it's, I don't know, man. It's interesting. Come on. It's kind of like reminds me of Levahexia or something. Come but on, like, it's a lot much, better. Than it's much that. better. It's much better. But I have like. Just bad vibes from I puppet see. shows. I don't like puppets. Neither do I, but I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I suppose. You know, like if you see a kung fu thing with uh, people flying through the air and all that, they've kind of made that, but with puppets. Yeah. It's like ancient Chinese style stuff, but it's puppets. You, Dude, it's, it's I know. pretty I bad. It. I get it. A it's lot pretty of people... funny. Like, like you say, it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. A lot of people have been giving you a lot of hate for how big your chair is. Yeah, I think, man. You know, that, that'll be rectified. It's a, it's a lazy boy. It is. It'll be Genuine rectified. lazy boy. Yeah. We don't want to have him to have a chair where it shows up in the shot. It's not supposed to be like that. Yeah, we're going to get new chairs. Yes. Uh, Doc Slothington. Mm. 
if you guys, if you two find yourself uh, facing beep, uh, you mean shit ghosts. Okay. In Japanese, little Japanese yeah. dog shit ghosts. No need to call your grandpa. Just call the old doc. No devouring, no. I don't get down like that. Sure. <laughs> old doc yeah. is, after all, it's from the 1700s. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He, he doesn't really dabble in any grandpa activity. I got to tell you, you know, um, I have a lot of Japanese friends. And in China specifically, one of my, my best uh, Japanese friends is kind of like a, my Japanese brother who I met there. Um, we used to hang out. And it's incredibly hurtful and, and horrible to to have this this kind of attitude towards um you know uh yourself just because you come from a certain place and um th- there'd be some situations where things would get hairy you know and we'd mm. have to make excuses and say that he was you know like uh, korean. korean or filipino or whatever mm. just choose any other random asian yeah. because if people thought he was japanese they get rowdy and things might kick off you know yeah. it's absolutely disgusting that you have to deal with that especially since he has a chinese wife and you know he yeah. learned chinese fluent in chinese right. he studied he actually got his um his degree in china and all that kind of stuff right. so it's just really awful to see this disgusting blanket hatred for people just because of where they come from yeah <clears throat> Yeah. You know, and it really affected my, right. no, it's not right. It affected the lives of uh, a lot of my Japanese friends who who lived in China, you know, and mm. they were there for good reasons. They were there because they were interested in the culture or yeah. one of them was there because he was interested in the martial arts and wanted to study Chinese Kung Fu, you know, and that yeah. kind of thing. And it just sucks is what I'm saying. Any sure. kind of hatred because of uh, where a person comes from sucks. Yeah. You know. Ekranis says, I'm late catching the show. Any truth to all those headlines about China's economy collapsing? Also, a few beaver bucks to the show. Stay awesome. We hope you guys watch us because we don't sensationalize anything. Tomorrow, my video talks just about that. I'm sick and tired of it. Just stop with the collapse shit. It's not going to collapse. I, I did a video a few weeks ago called "Is China uh, China is collapsing? Is it true?" And I mm. addressed that as well. Yeah, I'm tired of it. I'm t- yeah. It's almost like the videos came out after I put out that video. Obviously not in response, yeah. but it's like, holy shit, guys, stop. Yes, the Chinese economy is in trouble. Yes, there's a lot of downturn. Yes, there's a lot of terrible things happening, but it's not going to collapse, and uh, neither is the CCP, which you'll find out, and I'll tell you all about it tomorrow in my video. Bad things are happening. Yeah. China, the Chinese government's a massive threat. Yeah. But it's not... It doesn't have the capability to overthrow the U.S. right now, mm-hmm. and it's not collapsing right now. It yeah. is in bad shape. Yeah. There's a lot of turmoil. Bad things are happening. And those are the things you address, but you don't have to say it's a massive collapse. Yeah, it's not going to collapse, and there's not like, oh, in 20 days or whatever. No, there's no timeline. Yeah. Uh, great channel. Keep up the great work. Talking about real China. I lived and worked in Thailand for 12 years and experienced much the same thing, living in a Chinese colony. Mm. I wouldn't quite call it a Chinese colony, my friend. But yeah, yeah maybe I, I not. What you mean. Uh, Jack Frost, is living in the fear guy from Ricky? Oh, the story of Ricky. This guy? I don't think we'll so. We'll live in the fair. What is Ricky? Oh, the story of Ricky. It's uh, it's like this interesting Japanese thing. Oh, no, it's not Japanese. It's a Chinese. Uh, Chinese Kung Fu type thing. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. actually seen it. I don't think it's okay. Yeah, I, I actually saw that like way back, you know, because I used to seek out these kind of ridiculous movies. Oh, I think it is him. I think it's him? It is him. It's oh. him. Oh. You're right. No, it is him. You're right. That's interesting. Oh, that's funny. That's, that's funny cool. Well. Yeah, it's him. It's him. Wow, good call. Good call, Jack Frost. Um, Ultra Primark says, Sea Milk hears Imagine Dragons immediately, immediately thinks, Oh, the misery. Everybody <laughs> wants to be my enemy. <laughs> and then I 
I have a bumper sticker that says, don't talk to me before I get my coffee. Yeah, and it's got a minion. It's got a minion. Yeah, like a minion sure. character, yeah. You guys, you guys found the normie inside of me. Yeah. God, I hate Imagine Dragons. <laughs> I know it's a trope to hate Imagine Dragons, but that is, if there's a band that exemplified how boring life can be, it's that. Okay, yeah, Imagine Dragons. Yeah. It's good, kind of a cool name. Yeah, for sure. I prefer mystery band. Yeah. <laughs> and I would never judge anyone for liking it. It's sure. obviously one of the most popular bands in the world. Mm. Um, so clearly I'm the wrong one. Sure. But I'm a stick in being wrong. Sure. Um, Ultra Primark says, by the logic of costumes equating to quali- qualification, Johnny Sins is more qualified than she. Okay. Brigid, Brigid Farina says, the only... Uh, oh, I know who you are. I won't say your real name, though. Uh, mm-hmm. The only Chinese show I've been able to sit through is 10 Miles of Peach Blossoms. Uh, it's a xianxia, but I thought it was well done. No fantasy shows are always too political. Yeah, that's my problem, too, is I always slide in CCP crap yeah. and stuff, and that's the issue. Um, yeah, there have been a couple of good... Um, oh, man, I can't, I can't remember the name now. I used to write for a magazine, which I started, a, a Japanese pop culture magazine. There were quite a few kind of crossover uh, movies which involved Chinese people, but they were, like, produced in japan or produced by japanese and and, you know because there is a lot of there's still a lot of love Mm. for chinese culture in japan you know because it's kind of seen as the old country in a way you know ancient yeah china yeah it is so there's some pretty good shows that are involved china and chinese and chinese speaking parts to it and stuff which were made in japan Mm. which are actually very good so yeah there's one in particular i'm thinking of and i'm gonna try and find it uh for next show i'll give it as a recommendation okay yeah. Uh, as Wing Zero eighty three says, as far as Chinese war movies that are not complete garbage, go to nineteen forty two with Adrian Brody and Flowers of War with Christian Bale is pretty good. Oh, by the way, there's a lot of good Chinese movies I love, especially from uh, the nineties. There was there was less censorship in some of that stuff. Right. I've seen a lot yeah. of great movies back then. JB Sword of Pen, thank you very much. We got to rip through this. We're way over time. Okay, Philip E, how long uh, until you guys turn into Hulks? The indirect lighting from the green screen is strong in this room. Is it? I don't see any green. Yeah, it's not oh, too bad. Oh, you got a little green. You got a little bit of green. Yeah, look, lighting is something I promised that I'd take care of, but it's one of those things, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Chabdoor Yashin, you know what I mean, as far as the, the lighting's concerned. Sure. We'll fix it. David Lopan, your next adventure should be Meow Wolf. Trust me. David, what is that? I, you've yet to say one thing I already know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You make me open Google every time. Mm-hmm. It's an American arts entertainment company that creates large-scale interactive art installations in New Mexico. Doesn't sound like my cup of tea. What if it's really cool, though? Let's see. Whoa, that does look pretty cool. Okay. That looks crazy. Yeah, it looks interesting. I mean, you'd probably have to be on drugs. Yeah. It yeah. Looks wild. You know, one of my best friends growing up is uh, older brother. He's kind of like an older brother to me. He's, he's like really... He's like a real artist artist, you know what I mean? Yeah. He like uh, bought his own studio and it's kind of like... Like wipes shit on his face type of thing? <laughs> no, no, not that. He's, <laughs> he's, he's told me about so someone that did that. So. Yeah, yeah, no, that's someone else. But like the whole, he'll have the whole gallery is just white and then there'll be like in one corner, there'll be a little square of color or something and then he'll like, people will come there and admire it. You know that kind of shit? I could do that. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, but because he's like really arty sure. and stuff that people respect that. And you know, it's that kind of nonsense. So he like posted something the other day Abstract about areas. talking about art. Yeah. And he makes this whole big thing about it. And he goes out into the wilderness where yeah. he's 
left some, I guess, some artwork underneath some corrugated iron. And yeah. he, like, lifts it up, and it's just fucked and stuff. <laughs> It's it's like remnants of bits of paper because <laughs> he left some shit under this, and it just got destroyed by uh, the elements. And it's like, oh wow, it's like it's art or whatever. And I'm like, stop, please! <laughs> I hate this so much. Jeez, you know, yeah. I could go out in my yard. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but they make a big thing, and it's got. He's like, he made a a video about it with like classical music playing and everything. And I'm oh, looking at this, and I'm like, gosh. what is going on? And it's like uncovering this thing. It's literally like if you and I took a piece of A4 paper now and we just scribbled some shit on it. We left it out in the garden in the rain and the sun for like three months. Yeah. And then we lifted it up and there was like half the paper was left and it was all faded and it had nothing on it. Sometimes art pisses me off. Yeah. And like that really does. That's that's anyway, my like. I'll show you sometime. Please, I'd love to see that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> Serum King, love you guys. Is China, by the way, also messing around with India on the border? Yeah, uh, always. Or is that completely order over? Uh, no, they're still going at it. Yeah. What would you think India would do if China goes to war with Taiwan? Uh, probably well, nothing. Probably stay out of it. Yeah. Uh, Doc calls Slothington. See you Monday, players. Oh, yes, Doc. We'll see you on Shaban Ho. Yeah, we'll be testing those uh, weird snacks. snacks. Yeah, some good, some bad. Some good, between. some bad. Mm. It's not all bad, don't we? No, worry. of course. But it's, there's enough bad to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, David LaPan says, Akira the Don is about to go live. Um, What's that? Gonna give. I'm gonna get him to shout out the China show. Oh, okay. I don't cool. know, but that sounds fantastic. If you get people to, oh, it's a British musician. Cool. That'd be uh, nice. Lo-fi EDM hip hop trap. He looks kind of like that dude that did that. Like, uh, remember all those animals getting smashed with car doors and stuff? That was pretty funny. That music video. They're like smashing the panda's head on the tree and like. I don't you know, remember that. No. Okay. And he drives a shoe around. No, no, okay. it's not ringing a bell. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Ghostfish Taiwan <clears throat> from Taiwan. Would it be possible for one of you guys to look into Xi'an, uh, Shane, how terrible they are as a company? I have been working on a script for an episode about that for so long, and it's just so big mm. that it's, you know when you're intimidated by a topic because you want to be able to cover it in its yes. entirety, and you sit you on it keep putting it off, long. yeah. And then it I've just gets doing. to a point where you just <clears throat> crap out the video anyway. Yeah, I'm at that point where I haven't done that yet. Oh, okay. All right, <laughs> but I absolutely should do it because yeah. it's such a shit company and it's it's destroying the world. Do it it's so bad. Do it. Just takes so much time. We've not we've yeah. we're spread so thin. Just do it. Yeah, we have yeah. a lot of projects, so you know that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, sword in the pen. Oh, sorry. Uh, seen every video, all channels since 2019. Wow. Please cover the CCP in Eritrea. Eritrea is another North Korea esque country in Africa. Yeah. It's very closed off also on nintendo switch just dance uh we have that game. yeah yeah we both played that for a little while um the guy on the left and what is love car version looks like sea milk we can't get over it i'll have to pull that up after yeah. the show when i yeah. get home uh cairo great show today and on monday glad to be a shaban ho excellent can't wait to see you there that's it wow well we did go a little long today guys thank you for joining us uh again being a part of this very important conversation, it means a lot to us that uh, we can get our message out there and hopefully help you understand what's going on in China a little more clearly. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to see you guys on Monday who are going to be there for Xiaoban Ho. Can't wait to see uh, you guys in my video tomorrow, which I really hope you all watch. And of course, check out Seamilk's video from this week. Don't forget to support our sponsor, Athletic Greens, with yeah. the link in the description. Yeah. Can't wait to see you. So until then, you know the drill. As always, stay awesome. And I'm going to count down from five. 
four, three, two.